Welcome back to the MCU in Review Podcast. We review the MCU old and new. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MCU in Review. That is one word, ladies and gentlemen, MCUI in Review. Give us a like, comment, let us know what you think of the show. Hey, you can also reach out to us on our Facebook group. That is three words, MCU in Review. We do live broadcasts from time to time, so check us out over there and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. I am one-third of your host, Brandon, and I am joined by Clinton and Emmy. How are you guys? Absolutely fantastic. I am doing freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. (laughs) Absolutely fantastic. I ain't doing too bad myself, and I am excited. We didn't think we were going to be recording tonight, so I got a little extra hitching my giddy up, (laughs) y'all. Sorry, I'm still lingering from Iron Man 3, apparently. (laughs) Still in Tennessee. Still in Tennessee, guys. I'm sorry. But no, I'm, I'm really excited to review this one. This is Thor The Dark World. And it's funny, I don't know if anyone has been listening back to the very first Iron Man episode, but I dug at this movie right away. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. there's not any movie I really despise in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor The Dark World. And I remember saying that multiple times, so we will get to my thoughts in just a moment, but I love to start with my friends, what they were thinking back in 2013 and where their minds are at now. But we will stay in 2013 and we will go to Emmy. Emmy, Thor the Dark World. This is one you stood up for during the last episode a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear in 2013, I'm thinking you like this movie. What were your thoughts? In 2013, I came out of the theater. I absolutely loved it. I was younger back then. I had more hope for the world. I believed in love. And I loved the romance. I remember that that like really stuck out to me. Like I just loved the, the, the romantic story between Jane and Thor. And I really felt that. Um, so I, yeah, back in 2013, I was happy. I loved the story. That's how I, I, I loved it. Okay. Clinton. I loved the love. You loved the love and there's nothing wrong with that. Clinton, what was your thoughts, man? In 2013, I wasn't a big fan of this movie. I was Honestly, I would call it bored. I was bored. It was a boring movie to me. It didn't stand out to me. And even talking about going up to now to review it, there wasn't a lot I could remember about it, to be honest. So it was just kind of drab and boring for me back in 2013. It did not stand out at all. So, man, I'm going to sound like Clinton's shadow here. I was bored. I I just thought Malekith was boring. I thought the plot was boring. I thought the, you know, I kind of got lost in a lot of the detail and I don't think I even sought out to understand. I didn't go to see it a second time in the theater. I saw it in the first time. I was like, okay, cool. And I like what it set up, but I don't think I saw the bigger picture back in 2013. I think I was just more, oh, the here and now and okay, it's Thor and it is another, okay. I think I was looking for Captain America, Iron Man. Uh, Hulk even I was looking for a different flavor at this time not Thor so I was really I guess disappointed bored um a little lost I would say watching the movie a little bit what's going on what's what's happening here and uh it was a little over my head at times so yeah back in 2013 definitely and it was one of those "Ah, okay well on to the next I remember just thinking, all right, let's get to Captain America and let's get to Guardians of the Galaxy, which I was not excited about either. A rocket and tree in space, not going to work. I'm an idiot. But, you know, I was ready to move on to the next. So, Emmy, now that you are 
full of uh, hatred and spite for the world and it's 2020. Jaded, and, if you will. Yeah, and love no longer exists. 2020, Thor the Dark World. What is your thoughts? Okay, I thought going into this, watching this movie, that I was going to be like, the it was too mushy and I hated the love and I'm 30 now and I, or, well, I'm not exactly 30. Not exactly, over, 30, but, but a little over, yeah. Um, I'm in my 30s. I guess that's a truer statement. Um, and like, love is dead and whatever. Um, and I will say that I still really liked the movie. The issue that I had with it, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it was just that the science aspect was too, it was too much this time. And like, I couldn't wrap my brain around it. So I like when it makes sense. So like Harry Potter, they introduced time travel. You understand how time travel works. It's like, it's got rules. It, it, everything fits. So even if you're going to do something science fiction-y, I, I, I want to be able to wrap my brain around it. I want it to be meaningful, mm -hmm. even if it's completely fantastical and obviously is not real. And so that's, that's where I had the issue with this movie, but I feel like I still was able to kind of just let it go yeah. <laughs> like Elsa. And I really, I, I still enjoyed it. Okay. Clinton, what was your thoughts revisiting Thor, the dark world? I surprised myself. I actually enjoyed this movie today. I watched it today um, because I wasn't looking forward to <laughs> watching it. So I waited till the last minute, but honestly, I enjoyed it way more than I remember liking it the first time. Um, maybe it's because we know what we know now. I don't know, but I didn't even starting it. I was like, trying to pick it apart and i was like wait you know i'm kind of into this <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks me in I, i've got my critiques for sure but iron man 3 was a worse movie to me than this agreed and that's a big statement for me yeah that's a huge statement that's a total flip-flop too from back when these movies came out right yes that's huge yes i surprised myself i am i pulled a brandon with iron man 2 on this one mm -hmm. um I pulled a Brandon from Iron Man 2 and a Clinton from Thor The Dark World. I liked this movie. I, oh what happened to us? I don't know. And I'm going to, I was thinking about it before this show started because I can't believe I like this movie. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yes, I do have some critiques. Don't get me wrong. And we'll get to those. But the critiques were so few and far between for me. I mean, very few and far between. Uh, I have a, a decent amount. I, I, I thought... This got the in-game bump from me. What we saw in in-game, with, without spoiling anything, the uh, the level of detail in in-game that went back to these moments, and also the setup with the Infinity Stones. This is really kind of this is this is step one. I think going back, if you would have asked me, uh, if you would have asked me a couple years back. Hey, when did the Infinity Stones really start playing a big part in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes, we saw the Tesseract. I get it. But we didn't know that was an Infinity Stone. I swear I would have told you Guardians of the Galaxy. That I really would have. I said, oh, that was the that was the Power Stone. Um, that, that was when it began. Here it goes. Um, and no, it started with Thor the Dark World. I have the same note. Yeah. I was I was shocked. I remember it being the same way. Right. And it's like I think I think and I feel like I've let fans down by saying I like this movie now because it is not got good it, There's like nothing wrong with it. It was one of the big critiqued ones. Yes, it was. And on 
On Rotten Tomatoes, um, critics gave it a 66, but fans gave it a 76. There's yeah. a 10-point difference there. Right. But I, it's it's known for one of their not one of their worst movies as far as among fans. Like it's not one that people were like, I've got to watch this again. Well, and I wouldn't put it in the top ten either. Like I still right, no, of course. No, no. But I would have put Thor to the Dark World probably last or second to last. Um n- no, not not even close. It's kind of bumped. It's it's not it's not in the top 10. It's not top 15. Don't get me wrong, but I would not put it at the end of the pack or really close to the end of the pack. There's a couple more that I would shuffle and I, maybe we'll talk about where the, all the 23 movies fall with all of us. And I think that'd be a cool series, like 23 through 15, 15 through 10. And then our top 10, that would be a lot of fun. So maybe we'll yeah. do that series. Uh, Cause I'm excited to find out kind of where we all rank the movies, but I, I just, I would have told you this is this is the end of the pack for me or really, really close. And I can't say that now. I was so shocked, Clinton. I feel like you and I and and here we go. We're going to continue the trend. We were really a lot alike here. I was like at the beginning, I was like, OK, I'm going to critique this. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yep. true. I truly I, I really thought I was going to go in and and just dismantle this and be, hey, Emmy's going to like it. I'm going to hate it. Clinton's going to be kind of in the middle and that's what's going to roll. And no, I, I I found myself, oh, that was cool. Oh, I really like that. Oh, I like what they set up here. And I was like, it kept happening. <laughs> so. I think I paid attention more to the story this time too than I did. And I think because I, I was starting to get past Marvel has had shown me up to this point that it ain't just going to all be action. So I think I paid a little more attention to the story and enjoyed the the narrative this time a little more than I did the first time. That's a really good point. And I really think personally for me, I saw everything they were setting up and how well it paid off later on down the road. And it made me respect what they set up here where I didn't even realize it at the time. I think I was just more, what is this? What's that? This is more Thor. Ah, okay. Mystic stuff. Okay. I, I just, I, I wrote it off, but no, they were setting up big plans in this movie and I did not have a clue. And I love that. I walked into this movie thinking, mm, okay. And I honestly do believe this because I watched this movie before Endgame and felt the same way. I really did. And then after Endgame, after they stick the landing and after they go back, I, I just, I, I really, really found myself enjoying everything that they did because the landing was so strong and because they went back and kind of fleshed out some of the story. Um, yeah, it was really refreshing. Uh, this is a refreshing movie is what I'll say. <laughs> I, I, and I'm happy you guys all felt the same way. I was on, honestly hoping you guys would feel the same and then I'd shock you, but you guys are like, I loved it. I loved it. I, <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was just glad we all felt the same though. And I'm, yeah. tr- I'm trying to think, um, uh, is there any worse movie Rotten Tomato score wise for, for the MCU? Cause incredible Hulk got 67%. And Incredible Thor- Hulk beat this. Yes, that's what I mean. Thor: The Dark World got not 60- with the audience, with the critics, not yeah, the audience. But still, that's just insane to me that Thor: The Dark World is, you know what I mean, like the worst. I think, and I remember looking this up previously. I think it's the worst critically reviewed movie for Marvel Studios. Uh, um, na- yeah, go for it. The director Alan Taylor said that he they did a lot of reshoots for this movie. Yeah. He was very unhappy with the way that it turned out, like the way that they put the movie actually together. Oh wow! Um, so I know that might have been part. 
I mean, I don't know if that was a narrative when they were coming out with this movie. So I don't know if critics heard that and were like, oh, well, I'm not going to like it. Right. They patched a lot of the movie together after it was filmed, like you said, reshoots. And they also brought in different directors to do different parts of the movie <laughs> to fix it. I'll be honest, guys, I didn't notice it at all this watch. I didn't even know that, but I didn't notice. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? Sometimes you can tell. No, you can't. They they blend the styles well, but yeah, you I- wouldn't. You wouldn't know it. A lot of times when you switch, a lot of times when you switch directors, uh, it's very detrimental to a superhero movie. Justice League. (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry, (laughs) my my throat got sore there. Uh, I've been battling a cold lately. Sorry, guys. So, um, but yeah, we'll just jump into this man because I'm really excited to kind of go into what we liked, what we didn't like, and see if we kind of think a lot of the same things. But we jump into Thor: The Dark World, and hey, guess who's narrating this movie? Same one as the last movie, Odin. He's right at the beginning. Long before the birth of light, there was darkness. From that darkness came from game dark elves, most ruthless of their kind, Malekith, sought to transform the universe back to one eternal light. Such evils was possible through the ether, an ancient force of infinite destruction. And, hey, guess what? Shocking. Asgardians and the Dark Elves waging war. Man, the Asgardians were busy. And I think Ragnarok. I think there's a bump from this from Ragnarok. Like, a lot of foreshadowing. I've just realized that. Like, I don't know. I just thought that and was interesting. Doesn't it pop up here that it's um, 2988 BC? Oh I, believe it's, oh, I didn't even look at the numbers. I didn't so either. it's 2988 BC. Fun little fact, little Easter egg. In Endgame, um, the number appears briefly on the time vortex monitor as a time destination. <sighs> oh, so cool. they considered going back to the originality of the reality stone I don't, to where I, it was formed. I, I just want to hug you guys when you cool. share these awesome facts. Like that is the coolest thing ever, Clinton. Good catch, man. It's very brief. Very good catch. Yeah. But that's really cool. That is yeah. awesome. And uh, we see, you know, the nine worlds converge above him and Malekith is unleashed the ether, but Asgard ripped the weapon from his grasp and without it, the dark elves fell. This feel a little formulaic for you, Amy, or what was your thoughts? Here? Exactly. It yep. seems like the exact same narration from the first Thor movie also, I will say, I did not know this until I Googled it, that Christopher Eccleston is Malekith, who's also the ninth Doctor on Doctor Who. <laughs> Doctor Who is just making appearance yeah. after appearance. Good catch. Good catch. And yeah, right here, I feel like my, you know what I mean? Like I was going in, and this is where I love that even if I go in with preconceived notions, like this is going to be, uh, you know, like, because right here, I really was like, uh, here we go, as Guardians, yeah, yes. Dark House. It was giving all those feelings back, and, you know, quite frankly, yeah, I was just like, okay. Malekith takes off in a ship, and Malekith was vanquished and the ether was no more oh so or so we were led to believe uh it was buried as you thought (laughs) you thought but you you didn't get right it was buried somewhere no one will ever find it and then we see the title thor the dark world was that young odin who says something right before they flash the title was that supposed to be a young odin no that was boar i think his father Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And he what, had a Batman voice. And what a bore he was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I stole just, my joke. Oh, did I really? I'm sorry. All right. Well, then I'll give myself a self-serve. Starting one. out great. <laughs> no, I. But it wasn't boring. I, it was just formulaic. It was very okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Jumps right in. Mm-hmm. Let me show you the villain. Yep. Here's the story. Here's this war that waged two thousand years ago that has implications on our world now. Okay, let's do this all over again. I also started another vocab list. 
So um, Ether, which every single time, and I remember this from 2013, every time they said Ether, I was like, like net, Ethernet? Are they trying to get the Ethernet? That, <laughs> like Ethernet? Well, what's the Ethernet. what's the modem say? Is it connected? It might have it might have worked because Jane gets a call over in the dark elf world. Yeah, later. exactly. Um, and I I wrote down what they called the Ether. It is an ancient force of infinite destruction. Yes. It also showed the cursed who are fire people with like Hulk out fire stones. Yes. And um, if you guys couldn't figure it out that the dark elves, they're, they're the bad guys. Oh, you might be a bad guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I literally almost like made myself go deaf from when I'm like, might be it. I'm going to be quiet here. Cause I annoyed myself the last episode from screaming, it. <laughs> but I remember I was like, golly, that that one's piercing your ears. So I apologize to anyone's ears that may have bled from my, you might be a uh, bad guy segment. Uh, I will try to be quieter on that, but um, we, we get to current. Hey, sorry, Clinton, what you got? Sorry. So in this narrative, doesn't it show us the ether? What do you mean? What, like yes, the red? Yes, we do. Yeah. So when they were writing this, it was, I forget the two different writing, the people that wrote this part to fix it, but they had two scripts, I think on this and they couldn't decide how to um, show the ether. And they decided in the middle of this to make this a, the reality stone. It wasn't originally going to be the reality stone. And they tied it together with making it a red, goo stuff so it's like a uh words are hard it's uh like like it hardens into the yeah like it yeah it forms into the stone but it's yeah and it's like have you ever microwaved a fruit roll up that's basically the ether that is who uh, has microwaved a fruit roll up i haven't sorry mom and uh just (laughs) you ever microwaved a cd Yes. Oh man, that's it's the coolest thing. It, it shows Thor's power I was immediately. Just about to, you took it away from me. <laughs> oh man, that's exactly what I was about to say. I agree. You will see lightning, not the thunder, just the lightning. Yes. I'm pretty sure it would make a pretty bad loud bang. It's very quick though. It's like and yeah. it's done. But it's worth every bit of it. It's like fireworks in your microwave. Do not just, microwave a CD if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. Don't if do you it. do, just do no. it for about. Don't, three seconds don't listen to clinton. it won't hurt anything don't listen to clinton don't do it because <laughs> something's gonna like happen the devil and the angel on the shoulder <laughs> yeah. like, i'm do, with do you it. don't do it just bet you won't do it no. <laughs> you I do that reverse psychology don't you do it youtube a cd in a microwave watch it don't risk it's anything not as cool it's oh not as cool. man all right if well. you could see thor's lightning on the movie oh gosh or if you could see it in person which would you want to see yeah. You know, that's actually how they made it for this in a special special effects department. Boy burns down his home after listening to podcasts that tells him to put CD in the microwave. All right, so No, just adults do it. Okay, then yeah, You great. can't blame your children. There it is. All right, yeah, because then you're of the sound mind. All right, cool, don't do it. All right, so we move on to uh, current day uh, Asgard, current day being 2013, and Loki is in shackles, and because of the events of the Avengers, uh, obviously, and he fo- faces Odin, and he faces his mother. And he goes, have I made you proud? And Odin chooses uh, to speak to Loki alone. Didn't really like this, because immediately he's like, Frigga, get out of here. You know, and Frigga's really got a connection with Loki. You see that later on in the movie. I just thought, eh, little old school, get out of here. I want to talk to the boy one-on-one. Uh, 
all right 1940 calls it wants his plot back i'm just playing no but it's a king queen thing i know it just felt like you know she's got every right to be there like i don't know it felt weird but he dehumanizes loki too by just calling him the prisoner not like my son yes calling him and loki you, you, great catch and you can and he even says you do not feel the gravity of your crimes you know i yeah we'll also go back to your point where he's like saying oh well go ahead and get out of here woman he does say though that frig is the only reason that he's alive i did see that so, or i did hear that well not nice like she obviously did stand up to odin and say you can't just you can't just him. yeah exactly did either of you write down the dialogue here between uh, Odin, not Odin everything. Says to what you got, Loki? About the five thousand years. Did yes. you write that down? I, will you, we are not you, gods. Uh, you know, you know, five thousand years. We still. Yeah, I, I wrote down something. Well, like we will. Uh, where he's talk? Isn't he talking about uh, when he? It's when he asks about Thor, and he's talking about Jane, mm-hmm. and about the she'll live maybe a hundred years, and even something like even though we're not gods, it'll be five thousand years. Correct. Yeah. Fun fact. 5,000 years is how long it takes between convergences. The thing that's happening at the end of this, that's how long it takes between convergences. Clinton coming out with the facts today, son. Man, good catch again, dude. For Uh, real. Seriously, awesome stuff. And then we, uh, you know, we see his birthright was the throne. We see Loki being entitled. And uh, Odin pretty much tells him, hey, your birthright was to die on a frozen rock. Dick move, yeah, by the way. I, I, put, I was like, what in the hell? I put harsh. <laughs> I thought it was a little yeah. harsh. And um, and then Loki does not love the little talks he has. And this is what I wrote down. Frigga is the only reason Loki is alive and you will never see her again, is what Odin tells him. Yeah, you're lucky you're alive, but you're never going to see her again. So, um, And he goes, and what of Thor? You will make that oaf king uh, while I rot in a cell in chains? And Odin says Thor will bring uh, order to the nine realms. And yes, he will be king. And then we cut. Well, before we cut to Thor, pretty intense scene here between Odin and Loki. I dug it. I loved it. I, I Tom Hiddleston is one of my favorites in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, Odin, Anthony Hopkins Odin is one of my favorites in the entire MCU. These two together, gold. I loved everything about this opening bit. I... Uh... I like you still don't feel bad for Loki because but he you kind of do kind of I did really I kind of did and he was being he was not being sorry about coming no, and trying to no he wasn't I, I didn't feel no, for but him it, yet. it hit see I did here because I feel like he attacked his um hum, humanity if he has any he yeah. was raised by these people and he's basically just disowning him which I mean he did kill hundreds of people but <laughs> yeah it was only seventy four. Um, it's true good 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 call good call but, but that I sounds really like it, was, it was only 74 but i think what they did here is they wanted you to feel bad for loki it yet worked. again it because worked. they do this they're still continuing the trend of the back and forth with loki and i felt it and i was like oh i wasn't there yet i didn't get there until later in the movie it, it didn't help that your birthright was to die on a frozen rock i think that's where i get yeah. it from. you know when i hear stuff like that i know what odin's doing don't get me wrong but i immediately the underdog, the 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 guy, I just immediately like, ah, oh, that was not okay. That's not right. And then I kind of, I kind of, yeah, I kind of do it to my dog when he's being an asshole. <laughs> I'm like, do you not remember where you came from? I found you in a ditch on the road. 
Aww. and you're acting like this. Aww. Yeah, just so everyone knows how my relationship is with my animals. Wow, that's a, <laughs> my my dog is sleeping behind me on a full size bed by herself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my dog. No. I have said that to him though. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. We'll just move on from that. Let's just skip away from that. <laughs> I feel like Odin is like adding fuel to the fire. It's like you idiot. Like it's Loki. He's gonna get out again. Like we all know this. Like we know not- it. They don't know it. Well, I mean, Thor. Thor is uh, apprehensive with him. For sure, at the beginning. Oh gosh, yeah, definitely, and yeah. I, and I love yeah. that. I love that this movie picks up from the Avengers. I I, I love a lot of things about this movie. I'm shocked. I'm saying that, but Same. we we cut to Thor, and Thor is doing Thor things. He's putting in work, and there's the Warriors three and Sif Shazam. There's a his lot- entrance is awesome too, right here. Thor's entrance. He is- showed up late to the party. But it's awesome. Hey, he's just he wanted a diva entrance like Tony Stark had. In the oh, okay, I was going to call you out, but you already called out Tony Stark, so you win. You <laughs> win. I shut up. I shut up. He knows exactly what he wanted. Yeah. And then we, but we see also even after that huge, amazing entrance that he makes, which uh, you know we see Thor's kind of putting in work, but Sif saves Thor. There was an arrow mm-hmm. coming right at him, and boom, shield right up in the air. I and like she's... that dialogue. Sorry, where she he. She says something like, I had this under control. And he goes, oh, is that why everything's on fire? <laughs> oh, I thought that was really, really funny, too. Fast forward to Ragnarok. Yes. And then we see everything is on fire. <laughs> oh, wow. Good. Yeah. Very foreshadowing. And we see a giant rock figure. Uh, you know, this creature is actually a member of the Cronin species. That is the same creature that Korg is in Thor Ragnarok. Um, and I thought this was great. Um, so the Cronin, he comes in and I, I love Thor. I love him here because it doesn't, I know it's arrogant. Don't get me wrong, but it didn't come off as arrogance this time to me. I just love how he's like, hello, I accept your surrender. <laughs> and just, I, I just talked, I, I, I heard confidence instead of arrogance this time. Maybe it's the, the character progressing or maybe it's my relationship with the character progressing. Maybe it's both. I don't know. It's it, he's giving him, he's not just coming in guns a blazing. He's yes. giving him a chance to surrender. Very good point. Amy. And he handles the giant rock guy, right? Do we even have a name for him? Is he just the rock giant? He's the Cronin that goes. Yeah. He's the last line of defense. Another fun fact, this was originally supposed to, this was, they were torn on how to do this scene. Um, and it was supposed to be a lot more drawn out. And it was rewritten by Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon to jo- make that. Joss Whedon. Hello, Joss, Joss Whedon. Whedon. How are you? He wrote that quick, like, just uppercut him kind of comical part. It was perfect. And in the background of this scene, the people that are fighting, there are, hold on, Chitari. Oh, what? And there are uh, people that are the same race as Beta Ray Bill. Oh, man. I did not know that. Okay, Clinton, this this is your podcast. I'm gonna let, I mean, this is good oh. stuff, dude. Manta Ray from Aquaman? What? What? <laughs> oh, what did you say as the same race as Beta, Beta, Ray, Beta Bill. Ray Bill? He is a... Um, a character in the comics. I forget the name of his race, but he's actually carved in the side of the building on Thor Ragnarok. Okay, cool. Yes, he, um, he had the hammer. He took on the Thor mantle for a while. Cool. I and he's a member of the he's a member of the Corbinite race, actually. So cool. That's really cool. That the, the I did not realize they had Corbinites and Chitari fighting 
in the background of this war. So that is really, really good catch, Clinton. Well done. And it man. was uh, owed the knock the rocks, like just this looks like it's going to be a big fight, kills him instantly. Mm-hmm. This was Marvel's ode to, it was an homage to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Did, did not know that as well. Did not know this, man. We cool. are there's so many amazing full, uh, fun facts here, and I love. I want to do one. I want to do one. Oh, what you got, yeah. Emmy? <laughs> they they made thirty different hammers, which I mean, obviously you're going to need more than one, and like each one serves a different function. So like the normal, the one that you see the most is made out of aluminum. There's a foam one for when he's fighting. Yes, and there's one that actually lights up, and they called it the lit hammer, and I just think that that's wonderful. If you ever wonder why Clinton and Emmy are on this podcast, they are the they are my best friends and they're the biggest nerds just like me, and I enjoy it very much. So you guys are amazing. I'm just smiling ear to ear. And um, Can you guys relate to being lit hammered? I have been lit hammered many Never. a weekends, many a weekends. But uh, yeah, as as a young person, as a course. young person, past yes. tense, past tense. I have never- twenty one though, twenty one though. Yeah, of course, of age. Yeah. Or I'm just not responsible, but for our British folks, hey. <laughs> so we see, <laughs> we see, I went, huh. I don't know if that's going to be in the podcast. It's going to be funny to me. It's <laughs> a Beavis and Butthead reference. Uh, 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 <laughs> hey, baby, you want to see a hammer? Beavis. Hey, Beavis. <laughs> what, what Butthead? <laughs> you want to see my hammer? <laughs> is it, is it, is it lit? <laughs> oh. <laughs> My favorite part, and I apologize, I'm a Beavis and Butthead fan. I know people are going to be surprised, but I love Beavis and Butthead do America when they're on the intercom in the White House, and he goes, attention, attention. I can't say the rest. It's really bad. It's raunchy. We're looking for the person with... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's just watch. They're supposed to be rebooting it, by the way. Oh, I will see that. Oh, it better be Mike Judge. If it's not Mike Judge, I'm out. Just saying. Beavis and Butthead, I have all their, like volume one through three i'll put it on and like renee's like no can you please turn this off stop oh and i watched a music video the other day i'm sorry last beavis and butthead fact before we move on and it was so funny this guy was in a body bag and they it's 90s music videos so funny no no so funny there was a guy in a body bag (laughs) let him finish i'm sorry (laughs) emmy i'm asking just for a little moment of beavis and butthead love for two minutes and it's so funny like it's a 90s music video it's grunge whatever they unzip him and he starts singing and I love Butthead's response. He goes, zip him back up. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I don't know why. Every single time I lose it at that music video. So anyway, that's my, my, my love for Beavis and Butthead right there. But right after Thor destroys this Cronin figure with just one swift uh, hit of the hammer, anyone else? And just more confidence, a little arrogance, but more confidence than arrogance. At least that's what I feel. And they all kneel loki anyone they all kneel to thor what loki craves thor just is able to get without saying it uh we see a crowd kneel to thor and just two movies previously we saw a crowd kneel to loki in two very different ways i love the contrast here i loved how this played on the events of the avengers and the events of thor the dark i I just really well done i didn't give this scene enough credit when i saw it in theaters i don't think I didn't catch that contrast, but yeah, you're totally right. I like it. I thought it was great. And then we see uh, Heimdall when you're ready. And I was so stoked because every single time before that, it felt like Heimdall just was unavailable or it never worked. It felt faulty. And yeah, he just gets taken right back to Asgard. I was happy to see that too. (laughs) And we're back on Asgard. And I will say it already looks better than the first Thor movie. 
I've got that written down as well. Yeah. I when they redone the Bifrost, they did it good. I think they had uh, Chip and Joanna in there doing something. <laughs> Chip, Chip, you gonna hammer that? Yeah, Joanna, I got it. <laughs> I love that sparkly rainbow bridge. That is just, I think, the most beautiful thing. I I love that sparkly rainbow bridge. If you pay attention, you can see the lines where it was broken before oh i did not see that i didn't see that either Good catch, I, how man. did they fix it how do you how do you that, they don't say yeah jo- probably a hammer and nails i was ready for you man <laughs> <laughs> good hey dad jokes are gonna keep on a flowing here uh, so uh, enjoy but we I, I really thought we could see cg already developed from 2011 to 2013 it's amazing what two years difference makes but i thought it was really a beautiful scene i did think the rainbow bridge was much more beautiful i i and then we see one of the ravens perch on odin's arm i thought that was really cool that go for it deep breath i'm letting you have it man so the ravens i did not know this till i looked it up a little bit the ravens are on another scene in this movie where they fly across when it's uh uh pan, panning over asgard mm-hmm. in the first movie there are two ravens where on each side of odin's throne and then you see them pan over here these are the same two ravens that were on the scene in Avengers where Loki and Thor were on that mountaintop that you saw the ravens in the background. And it, that is really awesome because the ra- ravens are like Hugin and Munin or something like that? Or Hugin and Munin. Yep. Hugin and Munin, and they are Odin's all-seeing ravens. Correct. So they go spy for him. Those sound like some names that I need to shout out at the end of the credits. Hugin and Munin. <laughs> or it could they be- usually just go by their middle names, though. Beavis and Butthead. Hugging and munning is what I call them. <laughs> hugging and munning. Yeah. Hey, hugging and munning. Oh, man. And then we, we cut to Thor and Odin speaking, and the nine realms are at peace. Thor has earned the respect and the gratitude. And we see Jane Foster is still on Thor's mind. Hey, man, that those those few hours were apparently very powerful for Thor. What, uh, this was a little, this is one of my gripes. I, mm-hmm, you I know, agree. He didn't miss her during Avengers. <laughs> Exactly. Bring, exactly. Well, no, he does talk. He does like they say she's safe because Coulson is talking about her on the helicarrier saying she's safe. She's in a remote location. So she okay, is brought up. Like, I'm just I'm devil's advocate, you guys. With your hammer, go say hi. Devil's advocate, guys. Well, there's yeah. you up. <laughs> just just saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. But, um, you know, but I will agree. It still feels forced here. It still feels like, uh, OK, I mean, I feel like with Agent Carter and Steve Rogers, it's it's built upon. I think with Pepper Potts and Tony Stark, it's built upon. This one is really tough for me to believe. Emmy, you look fired up. I'm going to turn it over to you. It actually really ticks me off how long it takes for Captain Rogers to go see Peggy. He did not do that in the Avengers. And like he doesn't do it until is it Winter Soldier? There's actually a deleted scene in the first Avengers where, he, or excuse me, in yeah, the Marvels, the Avengers, where he is uh, visiting Peggy or talking about Peggy. So they they oh. did have it in the movie. They just removed it. Dang. Okay, that's good to know because I was really mad at Steve for that. Hey, I have the Blu-ray. If you guys want to come over and hang out, I got deleted scenes galore. Maybe we'll just social do distancing. Sorry, guys. I'll wear a mask. <laughs> I just want to hang out with you guys, okay? No. <laughs> I know. Uh, Let's keep it at a distance. <laughs> and that's but all. But I'm ching. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That wasn't a joke. Oh, oh. sorry. 
<laughs> no, and then we get to see um, Jane Foster obviously still on his mind, and Thor has it's time to take the throne eat drink revel and then we cut to shirtless thor hey welcome to if you don't have a thor movie without a shirtless thor you don't have a thor movie i'm just saying it's happened every thor movie i i just want you guys to know that i the only thing that i wrote down was mm, ooh, near (laughs) really sorry i know they pander to the female audience but it works Uh, i guess chris hemsworth does not like it either he yeah. don't like I, it. I feel bad that he doesn't like it because I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I will just say it was like, okay. <laughs> I remember watching it and going, okay, <laughs> cool. Can we move on? And I, hey, that's not a diss towards anyone that, on. that may Hold like on. Chris Hemsworth shirtless. Do what you got to do. It's cool. Just not for me. Two out of three here do. You're I, outnumbered. Hey, I respect you guys and I love you guys. I admit that. Just not for me, but it doesn't mean I'm the only audience, so I'm cool with it. So, <laughs> Well, every time that you think a, a woman is pretty in these, I'm going to say it's just not for me. <laughs> I'm trying to think of when I was like, oh, man, okay. Yeah. We I did think have I was the one that talked about uh, Scarlett Johansson. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, kidding. that was Emmy and I last episode, so I'll have two against one, too. So that's great. Emmy, thank you for riding the line. I agreed. I agreed. Okay. Yeah, you did, actually. So uh, Thor is taking in kind of the accomplishments of the, the battle. He sees smiles. He sees everyone is happy. And Sif and Thor speak. And this is weird because it feels like almost a love interest here. Maybe I'm looking too far into it, but take a drink with me. You know, uh, okay, well, you know, I know if I'm at a bar and I'm like, take a drink with me, I'm not like, hey, you know, what's up, bro fist? <laughs> you can tell she has feelings for him. Yeah. And I think it's kind of going over his head. Who is the guy right before this scene with him and Sif? Um, who's the the guy in the Warriors 3? I can't, I've got it in my notes, but I can't remember his name. I can't remember any of their names because they're so Yeah, weird. they're hard. But the one, the bigger guy with the big red beard, mm. I, right before it pans to him and Right before, sorry. Right before it pans to him and Sif. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, if you notice in the background, he slams his cup down and says another. Oh, he does the same thing. Call back to how Thorak. Gimli, Gimli, that's his name. That's it. Gimli, that's who I think of when I see him immediately. Exactly, Gimli, son of Gloin. Maybe we'll do a Lord of the Rings episode sometime. Hey, maybe we'll do. I don't know. I just have so many ideas. But Lord of the Rings, one of my favorite trilogies. Anyway, so we see uh, Gimli, son of Gloin, do the exact same thing. I did not catch this, so I'm glad you said that. He smashes the cup and says another, just like Thor does back on Earth in the very first Thor. And I love that she's like, "Take a drink with me," and Thor's like. I thank you for your sword and your counsel. Rejected. <laughs> like, <laughs> thought, sorry, Sif. It's, he got someone else on his mind. It's, it's not going to work. Is Lady Sif not one of the characters that they flirted with making part of the LGBTQ community? It don't feel like a here. It feels like I'm trying to be a part of the Thor community. That's what she. Well, there's a there's a moment later where she looks at Jane, and I thought. Ooh, I, I couldn't I, tell if it was jealousy. Ooh, or it was jealousy. It was jealousy. For sure, jealousy. I yeah. got it written okay. down in my notes. It was, uh, it was, at least that's what I took from it. But hey, I might not be uh, educated enough to understand. And then we see Jane Foster is on a date. Rad. This poor dude. He seems like a good guy. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. What's his name? He's, Richard? Richard, I believe. Uh, he's from Bridesmaids. 
Yes. He was, uh, dating. Uh, he's he was the cop and bridesmaid. So I guess they broke up. They did. And, and now Bl- bridesmaids is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A lot of people That's don't know I that. Thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> coming up next yeah we're gonna review bridesmaids <laughs> up next enjoy that one we only got two people watching that episode or listening Here, i guess i should say here's my grand oh i would listen to a bridesmaid podcast. you both <laughs> are the two movie. you both are the two thank you i said two uh, and you guys count um so she's on a date my biggest gripe with this is obviously her heart is not in it like she's out there swiping on tinder and like you're just wasting everybody's time girl yeah don't swipe right don't swipe. but i think yeah. they kind of, i think they kind of cleared up when darcy comes on the scene because she's making all these comments about how she's gotten out and that you actually bathed day so maybe I she's just trying to love- put herself out there to <sighs> get it off I guess mind. that's true. That's true. I put up, I put Darcy in all caps because she is so great in these movies. She is a breath of fresh air at just Kat Denning. Times. That's Kat, the actress's name. Yes. And I, I've not seen enough. I saw, uh, what's that movie? The playlist, Nick and Nora make a playlist, I believe a mm-hmm. uh, phenomenal movie. Um, I really enjoy the stuff that I've seen her in. I just haven't seen enough. I guess I should say. Two Broke Girls was okay. TV show. It was, she was really funny, but the other girl that acted with her was like very blah. God. That's she, where Tyler recognizes her from too. Yeah. Right. She's like a very sarcastic kind of the same humor. Yeah. She's phenomenal. <laughs> you need more Darcy. <laughs> yeah. I might check that out. Um, Darcy pulls up a chair and she's buttering bread. And I love that She's like, you're wearing lady clothes. You even showered. You smell nice. I, it just, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was laughing. I don't know if this was meant to be this way, but right before this, when Thor and um, Odin are talking on the balcony, right before this scene, mm-hmm. he says something about bread with butter or something like that to Thor. Yes, yes. And then yes. the next scene, is- wow, that I I oh. got that, but I didn't get that. Yes, but I agree with you because he's like, you're you're treating me like bread that needs too much butter or something like that. Yeah, good catch, yeah. man. That is a good catch. Yeah, and then we see, uh, I have Eric was rambling about readings. I don't even remember where that note came from, so I apologize. Um, but then we see uh, Jane is still trying to decide what to get on the three-item three, three item menu. See oh, that. well, the see, whole reason Darcy is there, she hands her scientific That's thing. what it is. It's Eric's and readings. She, well, yeah, and she says, uh, well, this is, this is broken, and Darcy is like, that's what I said, and then she bangs it on the table, and Darcy's like, that's what I did. I thought you would do something more scientific. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, I thought that was really funny, and then she's... Uh, um, yeah. Sorry, she also says that Eric um, went banana balls, which she, uh, first of all, I'm going to call everybody who's crazy that now. Banana um, balls. You heard it yeah, here. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but she improvised that line. I, see, I love that. I love that. Hey, we have a little Robert Downey Jr. with Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings? Oh, with the, yeah, Kat Dennings, yeah. And the banana balls was amazing. I enjoyed that very much. And then we see uh, Jane Foster kind of uh, contemplating uh, sea bass is good. Sea bass, sea bass, sea bass. And she leaves her date. Poor dude. Poor dude. That's <laughs> oh, so sad. Yeah. I, I just really thought this guy, he doesn't. I like that that Marvel didn't go the cliche route of this jerk guy that's trying to date Jane. And you know what I mean? It was just like this really humble kind of nice dude i i enjoyed that very much actually yeah it could have easily been like this jerk that doesn't deserve jane and thor's gonna save the day blah 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 no just a normal dude named richard you know anyway so. uh, i feel like this movie is struggling so far though to be funny really oh darcy everything darcy well, says is funny 
but I feel like it's still a little forced feeling. Yeah. I like can... we need to get some humor in here. Inner Darcy. Here's the humor. Oh, but it worked and, for me, but I see what you're saying though. You know? And then yeah, it worked for me too. Especially when they start going to the building together, mm-hmm. it really feels forced through the humor. Yeah. I can see that. I, I still I enjoyed it. So. I still enjoyed it though. I guess I see what you're saying, Clinton, but in the moment watching it, I didn't feel it, I guess. Um, and are they in London at this point? Yes. Yeah. How can, um, another gripe of mine is mm-hmm. this. It's so, how convenient that they're in London and that's where Malekith shows up and that's where Thor's going to come get him. They followed Selvig because Selvig was getting readings in London. They mentioned that later and then it's like, we, we came to London for you and you just disappeared. Yeah, so the uh, convenience okay. is actually Maybe laid I missed out. That. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool because I thought that the first viewing of Thor The Dark World, but this one, it kind of made a little bit more sense with me. So, okay. And then we find uh, they're in a car and they're driving and we find the intern of the intern and take a right. Wonderful driving by Darcy. She's kind of a little crazy and she's and we see Stonehenge and we see Eric Selvig new Stonehenge. Sorry, hinge. I my autocorrect. I read off of that, but yeah, I'm going to call it Stonehenge. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Bruce Banner was milked. Not <laughs> so anyway, Stonehenge. We see Eric Selvig <laughs> nude and with scientific equ- equipment in hand why not why um i i guess i put here why why did he have to be crazy why couldn't he just be an intelligent scientist i guess it's for the humor i guess it's that yeah what sorry the the monstone messed with him so he's seeing all these theories of what this is but no one can understand it and when it shows him teaching later on that chalkboard if you pause the movie there is a lot of references not only to his theories that actually turn out to be right by the end of this, but also a ton of references to different um, uh, realms in the comics. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was the Mindstone that was messing I did with not, him. I had no idea. Good catch, Clinton. Good stuff. I also just love this scene, like this scene of the naked scientist running around with the police chasing him, it reminded me of like a greased up pig <laughs> and just like, just loved it. I think they wanted to show that he was, he didn't really, the severity of the situation. He didn't have time for like, he was so uh, obsessed with this that he didn't even have time to like bathe or have hygienic. He looked uh, bathed. He just looked nude. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, later he looks rough, and yeah, no, that's true. He won't even put on pants; like he's just focused on what is wrong with that. Out. Pants are awful. Yeah, really, they should always be optional. not in public. Touche. I mean, if I didn't have to wear pants in public, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I still, <laughs> I, I still. Well, that's fair. It's so funny because uh, at my uh, previous employment, I remember I wore shorts one day, and I, we weren't allowed to wear shorts except like super special occasions. And I walk in, and one of the managers goes, "Brandon, you don't have pants on." I had shorts on, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> need to need to bring it down just a notch." Was that our our job together? Perhaps I will not confirm nor deny. That makes it funnier if you knew the boss. Yes, exactly. So I remember just like, oh, man, <laughs> my bad. So anyway, uh, we see, hey, grab the phase meter, which is a toaster looking thing. Darcy says to her intern of the intern. I thought that was really funny. And, you know, uh, I love that Darcy calls Jane. I thought this was kind of like, why'd you call me? I didn't want to shout. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that scene. I don't know why. Uh, Darcy just makes Forced. me laugh. 
felt ooh, forced. Ooh. Ugh, I didn't like it. I laughed. What did you think? It made really? Be, be the tiebreaker. Okay. I understand because I feel like the character of Darcy is feels forced because it's always just one liner after one liner after one liner. But I think that that's her character. And so I like it and I, I'm into it. It worked for because me. Because I'm that hilarious. You, but it was a one liner. The first movie. Emmy's it a one liner. It It didn't work for you this one, though. No. Really? It felt like they were. They were playing up on the first movie. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was we went from such a serious tone to immediately into funny time. I can see that. I can it see wasn't that. spaced out. You know what I'm saying? It was like serious story. This is what's been happening. Mm-hmm. Funny time. And then we'll jump <laughs> back into serious. That yeah. is, that's I, that's a good point. Too. Maybe that's why right. you get what I'm saying. But gosh, I feel like that's the Marvel Cinematic Universe in a nutshell sometimes. You know, but generally they sprinkle it. Yeah, exactly. This one was like literally dumped. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And I, maybe that's it. I can see that point for sure. And then we see a child lift a truck. It spins and gravity uh, just, um, I see this is autocorrect as well. Mm. Gravity craves to exist. I almost read that. Gravity ceases to exist is what I think I meant when I was typing in my notes. Um, and yeah, we see bottles go through a portal and come back up from the sky and it keeps fall. It, it, then we see a can and it does not come back. We see just kind of, Oh, the sciencey stuff. I remember this throwing me for a loop with well, the first time I saw this. Yeah. I still, the second time I watched it, cause I didn't remember about all of the, the convergence stuff. And so I was like, what in the world is going on? This was right. still where I was at the point of like, I don't think I'm going to like this movie. And so I was like, this does not make sense. I don't mm. understand it. Um, did you guys ever play Portal, the game? Yes. Video game? Fen- I didn't. Tyler did. Phenomenal I video game. Phenomenal. Loved that movie or the video game. And this was this was what it reminded me of. Yeah. Check out Portal 1 and 2, Clinton. You will not be disappointed, man. They're great. Yeah, I've I'm, heard I'm great not, things about it. I'm not like a video game player, but that was one. That one in like Halo 3. I need to and, see if Renee would play that because I really think she would dig that one as well. It, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, you guys skipped the part that did not age well in the movie. Mm, what? When they get into the building and oh. they see the kid and Darcy goes, it's okay. We're American. Oh, and Jane says, is that supposed to be a good thing? Mm, yeah. Is that supposed to make them like us? Did not. It didn't age well, or is it appropriate now than it's ever been? Maybe it's aged yes. better. You know? Yes. So great. Yeah. Depending on which side you're taking with it's so, either it's so funny Jane or right. it's Darcy. So, it's so funny because I didn't take that note, but as soon as I didn't, I remember I was like, Emmy or Clinton's going to call me out on this one. I knew that right away because I, I thought that I was... I figured a, Emmy would have notated it. Yeah. Good I, I didn't just because I feel like it, it aged well and like, yeah, it yeah. makes sense now. It does. It does. Um, and uh, yeah, how do we feel? So anyway, we see... Um, I love that the and intern throws the keys through the portal and they don't come back. She's like, was that the, <laughs> I, you lo- I thought it was stupid. I thought it was funny. I Why don't- would you throw? They just threw in the things and they're like, sometimes they don't come back and idiot throws in the car key. Why would you throw in the car key? He's he was like all excited about it. He was like, he was, he wasn't thinking. He was just like, Oh yeah, this is fun. And like, <laughs> like that, like in the first store when they do the cookout, and the guy's like, yeah, they said that the hammer was loaded with radiation, but I touched it all over. It looked like a kid at a wishing well to me. That's what I thought of. I just looked like he was so happy to throw a penny in there. He didn't care he was losing money. He was just more stoked that he could do it. I don't know. I thought it was innocence. I thought it was 
little stupidity, yes, but it was, I enjoyed it. I'm just going to say I enjoyed it. I, I don't know. And, and I'm shocked, Clinton, that I'm defending this movie. I just want to say for the record, I, I really, I, I don't know why, but this one really hit every right note for me. Maybe it was after a long week at work and on a Friday evening, I just need a little Thor of the Dark World. I don't know. Maybe it was just good timing, but I really enjoyed a lot about it. Sorry, I'm the No, 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 no. I'm just I don't know why I'm defending it. I'm I'm actually being honest. No, I like I was the same way. I just feel like some of these scenes are just forced to be funny and I don't think the movie gets funny until Loki's on the scene. Loki is my favorite part of this whole movie and I cannot wait to talk to you about it. Same. It is same. He Hiddleston. He steals it. He like does. He always does. He does. Yes, yes and yes. And we see Jane go through some strange portal thing and uh, she's in a dark world. <laughs> That's what I wrote uh, in my notes. Uh, and we see. That's not what the dark world actually is, though. I That's know. where they stored. Okay. okay. I, but she's in a dark world. So I said, yeah, okay. it was human. <laughs> I'm going to give myself one. I don't care. We don't think each other are funny tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. We're just like, shut up. It's not the dark that was world. Stupid. Yeah. It's obviously not the dark world. Brandon, you jerk. You idiot. Golly, I know. Bless his heart. He was just in Bless a dark world, and it made me laugh, guys. So we see the ether uh, is between two large stones of some sort, and it attaches to Jane. It almost kind of reminded me of Spider-Man 3 here with the Venom yes. symbiote. Yep. You know, with Topher Grace. Uh, we're not We're not going to call him Venom. We're going to call him Topher Grace because that's what he was. I can't tell you how stoked I was when I ha- found out Topher Grace was playing Venom in Spider-Man 3 because... I, Is that sarcasm? I'm not kidding. I was stoked out of my mind. I did not know what Spider-Man 3 was going to become. Keep that in mind. But when Topher Grace was announced, I was a skinny high school kid. And the fact that Topher Grace was a skinny kid and he was going to be Venom. And Venom was someone I always loved and looked up to. And I thought he was an amazing slash villain slash hero slash tweener. I was like, you mean Topher Grace is going to be villain or Venom? I'm going to, I cannot wait for this to happen. So, Mm-mm. oh, I, it turned out really bad, guys. But man, going into Spider Man 3, I went to that midnight showing, my first ever midnight showing. And uh, yeah, I was disappointed after that movie. But man, going into it, I was really excited. So, fun fact about Brandon. So anyway, it attaches to Jane. It reminded me of the Spider Man 3 symbiote uh, for Venom, and Jane collapses. And we see a big bad ship appear, and Malekith is awakened. And yeah, we see our first glimpse of Malekith here. Um, eh. <laughs> it's kind of my thoughts here. It didn't look anything. I didn't recognize him as Christopher Eccleston at all. Like props to the props special department. Effects. Yeah, well, I was going to say special effects and prosthetics and like Doug Butts department. Hey, shout out to you, Doug Butts. Appreciate you. Man. He, w- he didn't, he wasn't on this movie. Oh, sorry. First Thor. Thank you, Doug Butts. Thank you, Doug Butts. Thank you, Doug Butts. <laughs> <laughs> I hated this scene. Mm. What, what made you hate it, man? It wasn't good. Oh, I kind of agree with you. I thought this was a little, it was just, it was too easy. She just slips into this realm. She touches this red goo she falls over and passes out mm-hmm. and then she wakes back up in the real world. Well, it's really, really uh, convenient that the portal took her to the ether. Right. That's yeah, exactly. That's what I'm and saying. Then, and I don't know how she gets back to earth. Like it doesn't, another like, that portal. doesn't make sense. Another, another portal. Another portal. Yeah. Well, she's portals. I like portals. <laughs> I like portals. I like portals. 
<laughs> that one got me. But no, she's, I mean, she's unconscious. It's not like she like falls off the ledge and falls back into another portal. Like, it, But maybe the portal to- consumes where she is currently at. I don't know. It feels like it's more of a space where it's at rather than a certain, you know, I don't know. I just thought someone, it, it appeared around her. That the was- fictional science didn't. Yeah. work out yeah science either. fiction guys <laughs> so yeah I don't it, por- out, it was a portal good. potty a portal potty <laughs> man we got a few of them coming at you clinton is feeling good right now he is coming with the dad jokes in hot ladies and gentlemen um, and i you can call me you know how um odin is the all father yeah clinton i've got all the dad jokes and i'm the non-father <laughs> oh gosh all right guys <laughs> And that was was that a stretch i just love emmy that was she, a stretch emmy was like okay we move on okay can, carry on let's, carry on let's carry on our wayward son <laughs> Yo, i've had multiple people say that my facial expressions are too loud <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it, i can't stop myself from making reactions when people say stupid stuff you know what eventually oh, I, th- I think oh it was stupid ooh, okay uh, okay uh-huh. whoa, it's on whoa. it's on there's a little bit you of- say one stupid thing this whole episode i'm calling you out <laughs> guaranteed guaranteed will <laughs> I'll call myself out. Oh, are we getting the whole laugh track? Oh my gosh, this is so long. <laughs> it's still. Have good. you guys? It's still. Good have you guys this. ever played the game? Um, I. Uh oh. Okay, we will move you, on. <laughs> so. No, it's the one where you have to put the headphones on, and then the other people in the room have to figure out what you're saying based on reading your lips. It's not speak out. That's the one where you put the thing in your mouth. I know which one you're talking about. Yes. I've never played it. No. I played it it one time. It is hilarious, but that laugh track sounds exactly like what you listen to with the headphones. Oh, so you literally have like stuff playing in your ears while people Mm -hmm. are. Okay. So that you can't hear what the other people are saying and they're saying it and you're just trying to read their lips. All right. It is hysterical. It sounds hysterical. Hearing things. It must be one of those. I have to be there things to enjoy. Yeah, Mm. I agree. Okay. Well, did I say something stupid? <laughs> oh, I've been through so many episodes before I got one of those. There you go. So Thor the Dark World, Emmy. Congrats. So we go into, um, you know, Malchus is awakened. I, I agree with Clinton here. It feels a little forced. It feels a little, uh, we see Thor is visiting Heimdall. We immediately cut to him and he, you're late. Uh, merriment can be a bigger burden than battle. Very, and I thought that was a really cool line. I know it can seem cheesy. Yeah. I just thought I enjoyed it. I thought this was kind of in more where Thor's headspace is at, where he reveled and he wanted to enjoy and he wanted to, hey, let's have battles and enjoy and indulge. He was more like, yeah, I'm just, uh, uh, he, you can tell he's incomplete to Uncle some Uncle Heimdall, can I go to Earth? <laughs> and he goes, he, and he goes, well, she studies the convergence as well, because he goes, how is she? Back again to Thor, the very first movie. And then he says, how is she? The Thor, the dark world. He's still asking, how is she? She studies the convergence as well. I can't see her. Oh, no, no. It's actually a delay. He goes, she studies the convergence as well. And then he kind of looks off and he's like, wait, I can't see her. The ether is if you, over. If you really cared, go to Earth and say, what's up, girl? We still doing this? Whoa. But the Bifrost has been broken, and they explain that. Yeah, but now it's fixed. Well, he's been fighting battles. Yeah, and well, I'm, uh, at least go to Earth and be like, "Yo, girl, I'm I'm still committed to this. I got to go take care of some stuff, but I'll be back." Yo, girl, this hammer's I, still strong. I'll be back, honey. Girl, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
girl, I, I'm still in your DMs. Don't leave me. Exactly. Yeah. Can we talk about how badass Heimdall always looks, by the way? Yes. Every time I see him, I get excited. Uh, she, yes. I love. Yes, yes, yes. They did the stars and the eyes thing here, too. I thought that was so cool. Yes. I agree with both of you. I thought Heimdall looked amazing. I thought the stars in the eyes thing was really, really cool. I, I just enjoy Idris Alba. I think he is phenomenal. Same. I don't, I don't think he gets enough love in this universe. I don't think he gets enough time in this universe. Yeah. Um. So. But this is one movie where he shines. Yes. I do think. He does. Yeah. That gold armor is bright. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, his future so bright. He's got to wear gold armor. So. Oh. Oh. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna need shades. Yes. I'm. I'm. <laughs> anyway. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop right there because I know I'm gonna keep going um so we see the ether is spreading through her a darkness is taking over her hey thor the dark world cool every time i look at my notes for ether i want to say esther yeah that's but, yeah not me but yeah because <laughs> i spelled ether. it with an i know it's a e but i spelled it on paper e just e just like e. ethernet 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 yeah but it's spelled a e correct i know i know that's how it's different than the ethernet I know, but it said the same. And every time I, I either want to say either or Esther, either isn't the same first thing that comes to mind. Anyway, carry on. Guys, we're in the first 20 minutes of this movie, and I think we've reviewed it for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Just kidding. This is going to be amazing. Welcome to the four-hour Thor the Dark World review. <laughs> no, it's uh, we see Jane wake up, and she's back at the warehouse. And Jane leaves. There's rain. Thunder. Feel the thunder, lightning, and the thunder. And Why is this song not playing every single time that he it wasn't comes out. into the frame? Clinton, it doesn't uh, matter. You can go back and you can retro and put it in yeah. there. Disney can Plus, in game. Disney they Plus, you done can it with in game. Thank you. Or they could have done it with Thor Ragnarok. I think it was out at that point too. But well, Thor Ragnarok has its own wonderful soundtrack. Yes, I, it does. But if it yeah. does not have Thor, if it doesn't play at least in Thor and Love and Thunder. Yes. Thunder, feel the thunder. I'm going to be really disappointed. At this point, they really need to. And if they don't put MCU in review in the credits <laughs> for that idea, I'm going to be disappointed as well. Um, so we see that Jane was gone for five hours. Um, obviously, it's kind of like Quantum Realms, apparently. The time goes you know, slower, faster, whatever in different places. Like it better, faster, stronger. Oh, man. we had a. Did we really just have a... What's, what's the name of the, that group it's run dmc no no, no, no that's no, no, no. wrong no it's two no people. it is not daft punk daft punk daft punk daft punk gosh run dmc emmy listen listen <laughs> i <laughs> you got, I got two. double wah, wah. you got two no i i you guys always sing and i never join in because i i first of all if you guys think that i get like ice giants wrong and like that like lyrics i have sung lyrics wrong for I, it's awful. Like bad companies. I feel like making lunch. Gotcha. That was that one. That one is my mom's fault. I will say that because she used to like to listen to bad company, but she didn't want me to sing the feel like making love. Feel so my like, mom told me the words were lunch. Oh man. I had a song. Uh, it was a uh, Aerosmith ragdoll and it says ragdoll. Um, living in a, uh, something hot tramp no. daddy's little cutie and i remember my best friend's little brother would listen to that song i'd be in the car driving it was like hot tramp daddy's little cutie and he's like 11 years old and he's like what does he say and i was like hot train it's a it's a fast moving train and he's like and i swear to you he would sing that hot train daddy's little cutie uh, every single time so he probably still <laughs> to this day thinks it's hot train instead of hot tramp so anyway i have been on the other side of that but no 
do you do you know the song Poker Face by Lady Gaga? No. Yes. Uh, what? I'm joking. Yes. You know, you know, so a friend, I know what the words are, but if you listen to it thinking this, you're never gonna unhear it. You know when she says poker face, poker face. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like she's saying I can't say it on here because it's a a big F bomb, but it says it sounds like she's saying but F but F but F her face. <laughs> Listen to it <laughs> thinking that and it sounds just like it. Just, well now I know I'm going to be like, I feel like making lunch. <laughs> so yeah. What, what, did you ever think they were going to talk about turkey and ham and rye or something like that, Emmy? Or, no, or, I had no idea of the other lyrics. So that was just like... I feel like making lunch. Okay, well, hey, sometimes after love, you feel like lunch. And, you know, hey, we're all here for you. So anyway, so Thor appears after the thunder. Feel the thunder. If you wonder why we went on a 20-minute tension about music, because there was lightning and the thunder. And Thor appears, and a slap in the face by Jane Foster. A slap again. Wait. Whoa, Wait. Emmy, what? Why is it not raining on Jane? I get yes. okay. not raining on Thor. I get that, but he's 20 feet away. Why and, is it not raining on Jane? Well, it's... She gets under the thing with him, and she's not wet at all. Yeah. Then Darcy comes over there acting like she's holding something up, and when she takes it off, she's not wet at all. That's Nobody she, gets wet that, in the rain that, here. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. I'll give it to myself, guys. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, sorry. Michael Scott took over me. I had to have that moment. And I usually when, they're really good. I really like that's what she's she that's what she said jokes. They were when amazing. The, when the Bifrost hits Earth, it cuts off the front chunk of a police car. And that is what flies back through the Bifrost and almost hits Heimdall when they come back. I did see oh. that and I did notice that. Gosh, you caught me. Nice. You are two steps ahead of the game tonight, Clinton. I, but that You're welcome. I had coffee. Good catch, <laughs> coffee man. So we see that, you know, she slaps Thor in the face, slaps him again. I was waiting. I was crying. Blah, 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 just damsel. And, ugh, this is cringe, 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 cringe. I did not like this part. And then I love Thor's response. The Bifrost was destroyed. I was waging wars and I was bring, bringing priests to the nine realms. And he goes into this long diatribe and she's like, as far as excuses go, that's pretty good. I, I like that she, part. She forgives him too quickly. I do like that she runs over, smacks him, and then apologizes. And then and smacks I, him again. Rewatching it again, I was like, she better smack him again. She better smack him again. And she did. It. This is the Thor, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Romeo and Juliet. They knew each other for 10 minutes oh. and they're crazy about each other. And yes. for two years, that's all they've thought about. And why didn't you come for me? And why didn't you do this? Like, and then, it's exhausting. They didn't give us enough with them together. I'm not invested. Now, in this... I can't argue, man. Yes, but why Why are they so hooked on each other already? You had that complaint. And this movie actually gives them the time they needed right. in Asgard. So more than it did in the first one. Still probably not enough, but mm -hmm. they did it better here. I agree. But I felt... I felt more invested by the end of this movie, but right here, Clinton, right. I completely mm -hmm. agree with you. I do. And I love, he's like, I was wrong. I was a fool. I believe fate brought us together and they almost kiss. And then Darcy's like, look at you all muscly and everything. How space. Uh, I, They're uh, like, uh, I'm sorry. What? I keep interrupting. No, I, I just go have for a it. lot to say about this. Yeah. They're like, 
get to the point where they're so in love with each other and looking into each other's eyes that they're confused and just saying nonsense. And it's like, oh, it's the 30-year-old cynic in me is like, that's not how love works. Yeah, oh, man. I've been with my fiance seven years and we have never had this moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just letting you know how it works. Hey, Renee, I love well, you. Well, after she hears this, she, you're going to be demoted to um, boyfriend. Oh, well. If she's still wearing that ring, we are fiancés. Oh. So anyway, uh, hey, Renee, I love you. I'm sorry. So anyway, um, I'm just saying it's not realistic, Clinton. That's all I'm saying is it's just not a realistic picture of love where you know each other for two weeks. We, you know, and you listen, oh, oh my God. when I met Tyler, it was right off the bat. It was right off the bat, you know, within two hours, you know, Shut and then I mouth. had to go, I had Shut to go do a space mouth. mission for a Shut couple years. Shut your mouth. I knew you were going to do this. Yes. That's why I knew it. <laughs> well, that's it's, and it's two years too. Like, I mean, you're over it by then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I got left on red it. two years ago, <laughs> you're yes. just a salty bitch. Yes. I completely agree. Two years. I would have been moved on. I like meet the new guy. Like she's pretty. She, yeah. And she's smart. She tried well rounded. She tried going back to Dick and it turns out he was a Richard and it just didn't work. Oh, it took me a second there, but I got it. I got it. Thanks guys. Appreciate I it. Love the fact that Darcy ruined this moment too, because I, I was rooting for someone to ruin the moment and, for something to happen. And it's funny. Cause I feel like Marvel studios, as much as we are getting onto him for this, I feel like they almost are tongue in cheek about this. Hey, we get this. This is a little cheesy, you know, like they play to it themselves. They wouldn't do this unless they saw, okay, this is good. I don't know. I, I think I, they wanted to do this because Jane Foster and Thor were such a big thing in the comic. Mm-hmm. They forced so they needed it, to establish their relationship. Gosh, they, That's why it's focused on so much. But Clinton, I, I and I know you're going to agree here, but I got to say established in the comics doesn't mean for, but it was forced in the movies completely mm-hmm. different. I, I, I feel like they really pushed the gas pedal way too fast, way too they hard did. on this. You know what I mean? And it would have, I, I could have probably forgave it mm-hmm. if it would have paid off, but she just disappears later in the MCU. Yeah. And but she's going to be coming back later, which is going to be very, very interesting. And I cannot wait to when that I'm movie, interested to see how they do this. Completely agree. And I'm excited for I'm I can't believe I'm saying this. Thor Love and Thunder is one of my most anticipated movies ever. Same. So anyway, well, and Doctor Strange. Multiverse, multiverse of madness. madness. Yes, uh, sir. It's going to open up so many things. Yes, anyway. Sir. Yes, sir. Sorry. No, Emmy. I'm not done. I'm not done. Emmy. I said, sorry, Emmy. Here you go. Oh, I know. Um, okay. So she's, he's forgiven very quickly. Mm-hmm. And he says that he wanted to protect her from the dangers, which is absolute crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> he is a grown woman. She can make her own decision. Come to her and be like, yo girl, here's what the danger is. And she can decide if she's like, Oh, well I can handle that. I think he meant, uh, universal dangers because he was trying to protect the realms. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. No, no, I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Clinton. Well, I don't. I think he's saying that because he didn't obviously come there to Earth and protect her from some goons that were trying to get her. Like, oh yeah, no, but I, I yeah. like he should have explained like the dangers. I'm talking about the universal dangers. Like, I I get that. And yeah, he, and we know now that they have signal in space. So <laughs> from this movie, so <laughs> she could have texted him. Could have, should have, would have, but didn't. So, you know, <laughs> Tinder. Ladies and gentlemen, Tinder is a tough, so, tough thing. I just, if you could see Emmy's face, I just pissed her off and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed he it. He says something later, like when her phone's going off, 
he says something like, oh, that's not me. I feel like insinuating he doesn't have a cell phone. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So anyway, uh, Darcy immediately. I'm not done. No, I'm just kidding. God <laughs> bless. Gosh, we've been stuck on the same three notes and it's literally still like the first page. So Darcy goes, look at you all muscly and everything. How a space or how space. And I love Thor's. Uh, this is just cute to me. Thor's response is space is good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that very much. And then we see uh, immediately the police try to take in Jane Foster and we see the effects from the ether when it is provoked when it's touched i don't know what to say here but we saw the ether effects yes threatened that's a good word they say it in the movie brandon sorry guys i apologize okay well threatened (laughs) and so we see that thor is immediately like oh she's glue she's glowing red liquid goo she must have fruit lollops in her bloodstream and he goes hold on to me (laughs) hold on to me and i love like it just goes straight up into and i like that they showed thor holding on jane it wasn't just a quick oh you're here now you're there i thought that was cool that they showed the i want to ride the rainbow road with mm-hmm. thor oh yeah well you heard it's it very here. pretty you heard it it here. is pretty all the way around. every view's nice oh man guys we, exactly you heard space it. rainbow roads a chiseled man beam me up scotty <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I love that Darcy immediately looks at the 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 imprint, I guess, that Thor makes. And she's like, holy shit. I, I thought that was funny. I laughed out loud at that. I thought it was great. The fact that they let her say it and didn't just cut to something else and all you heard was holy. Like, I, lo- I loved it. I yeah. like that. No, she says holy shit. And yeah, I yes. love that it goes. And then all of a sudden we immediately switch to Heimdall and he goes, welcome to Asgard and we are in Asgard and Jane Foster is in Asgard and Malekith is on where is this on his Svartalfheim yeah Svart Svartalfart city (laughs) there we go fart city Malekith is on fart city and it translates literally what does it translate to Clint you've got it Emmy yeah go ahead uh, the home of the dark elves. Yep. I, gosh, you guys are awesome. And In <clears throat> what Norse? Norse Something. mythology, I believe so. And he wants to wage war on the Asgardians. Uh, classic revenge story brewing here. It feels like a much, uh, kind of very similar to Thor, the very first movie. It's this uh, this ancient race that wants to bring upon war, basically because of past actions from the Asgardians. They're so 2000 and late because, like, the ice giants already tried to do this. Ice giants? I think they're nice giants. Am I right? Well, the dark elves didn't have their ether up, so they weren't interested. They weren't awake. Ah, uh, they didn't know. So, they didn't even know about it. No, they didn't know, and it was wonderful. I thought. It oh, was no. Great. I'm going to get stuck in that voice like you got stuck in country. Oh, man. I was. Uh, hey, for everyone that had to listen to me be stuck in country for 10 minutes, thank, thank Clinton for saying I was beating a dead horse because that was my moment where I woke up at I snapped. I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I felt like such a jerk for saying that. I'm no, sorry. No, trust me. I probably would have kept it up for another two hours. You saved that podcast, sir. <laughs> so, um, I'll keep up this place the next like a little bit and i'll let clinton be mean to me i I want clinton to call you out because he did me a favor so we see them looking on uh to the ether she will not survive the energy surging through her she is ill this is thor's words and she does not belong Uh, this is odin she does not belong as on asgard as such a goat is not uh, belonging at a banquet table 
that's a burn there. It was awkward. Uh, okay, awkward. And she's like, you're calling me a goat? And he goes, well, you know, who are you? And I'm Odin, the blah, 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 blah. And she's King like, of Asgard. King of Asgard, and I'm protector of the nine realm, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, no, you don't shut up. No one ever compares you to a goat. I don't care who you are. Wrong is wrong. Shut your mouth. Anyway, I mean, she stands what, up for a second and then is like, oh, oh, he's a king. So I'm not going to no, keep going. No. Yeah, it was bad. Bad. <laughs> you, you a bad boy. <laughs> I have a question before this, though. So there are dark elves. Please tell me I'm getting that right. That I didn't. Yes, like, you are. You're okay. good. You're good. So there's they're dark, dark elves. They're dark chocolate elves, Emmy. Oh. <laughs> um, so there's dark keeblers all over. Yes, yeah. that's what they are. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> that was so you that said that, not me. Hey, I love you guys. I love you guys. Um, so there's dark elves all over, and then light came, and now they're just dying. Like he says something about the poisoned environment. So like ad- adapt. I mean, I don't like even what? think I caught this. To be honest with you. I really didn't. Did you, Clinton? It's when they're on Fart City. Oh, well, I skipped ahead. I'm sorry. We have to go back. Say say it again, Emmy. So, and at the beginning, Odin says, like, there was darkness. Darkness, yes. And then there was light. And so the dark elves are trying to make it dark again because they can't survive in the light. Like, this is, I feel like this is the dumbest bad guy thing ever. They're they're like lightning bugs. They're like lightning bugs. I honestly, like toned this part out because I, it was very boring and it felt like they were just trying to throw something at the wall for us to believe in the bad guys I, it's another I, this movie suffered again from a villain problem yes sir um, that one. yes sir he was a shitty villain he had a cool name though yes he did but i but, agree and he's, a, he's a cool actor yes but just a terrible and villain he, guys this is where marvel got was, their reputation was these kind of movies to be honest with you where they got the villain po- problem you know it was malekith stuff like this i i even like this movie but the whole time i'm thinking malekith they even he's just not a threat he never feels like a threat he doesn't ever i don't know he's not fleshed out enough to be a threat i, that I was, liked this movie for the development of thor yes 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 and loki and um, the overall infinity saga with the stones i yes. love the underlying theme somewhere through that I yeah i'm that. a big stoner when it comes to the infinity saga Man, I have podcasted with Clinton where the point where he just starts the joke and I am hovered over that button now. I mean, now that that is my brother. I know exactly when he's about to pitch a joke. So you've been you've been trained well. Uh, Clinton has crude jokes as well, not just dad jokes. But I try to not do those on here. Yes, if you want crude jokes, you can listen to MCU in Review After Dark. I'm just joking. We don't have that. (laughs) I felt like right here, so I wrote down. Jane is to the ether as Pepper was to Extremis. Yep. It feels the same formula. She's a yeah. she's a prop. She's not a she doesn't feel like a character anymore. But it's she, almost this it she, almost looks the same too. Oh, I agree, but she the orange burning through your body. And, it just feels like a throwaway of Jane Foster. It feels like and they even like talk about let's take Jane Foster off Asgard so we can, you know, it just she's literally housing the ether and she is treated as such at a lot of times in this movie yes and, and I, it didn't kill her yeah right she could have probably used it like yeah. it feels very replicated from iron man 3 very good catch. i think they're gonna pay that off with love and thunder thunder fear the thunder <laughs> love and the, the thunder okay anyway sorry emmy is disgusted she is done with this podcast she is quick this is the <laughs> 
This is the space. I'm just going to start calling it the T word. <laughs> this is the space version of extremist. Oh, I, I really like this extremist. This is really cool. And I was like, oh, the ether could be used against Malachis, but they were like, nope, it's, it's, it's dangerous. I don't Again, like it. we're going to need a, we're going to need a translation. Oh, sorry. Um, and so we see a guard come up to Jane and touch her and big ether explosion here. And uh, yeah, we see that the ether is running through her blood and it's defending itself as we talked about earlier. And this is when Odin starts talking about relics that have predated the universe itself. And while the other relics appear as stones, the ether is liquid. And this was our first real look at the Infinity Stones. I, I was wrong here. I thought it was Guardians of the Galaxy where it started. Nope, it was Thor the Dark World, and I thought this was really cool. I didn't even catch that here because I was like, oh, we're going to go through another monologue like the beginning. Right, exactly, exactly. And I, I thought... Yeah, you fast-forwarded, didn't you? <laughs> no, there was no fighting in that part. Of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we see hmm. uh, that... Can what? we talk about yeah. how... At the very beginning of the movie, they're like, we have to put this somewhere that they'll never find it. So they put it in a damn abandoned building that's, in London. That's what I do. They didn't put it in a, the ether? No, it was, yes. in, it was in that Thor. It was in not the dark world, but it was in a dark world. On in the Asgard. abandoned building. On through, Asgard. That, through a portal. Through Asgard? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was on Asgard. She but, went through a portal. because yes. the, the in an abandoned building. It just like <laughs> followed that trope of like, oh, an abandoned building. Okay, that's where the portal will be. Well, uh, isn't okay, that only opened up through the convergence though, or am I or am I missing that, or is it opened up all the time? Yeah, but he's saying it was convenient that it was in in an abandoned like uh, an abandoned building versus like the middle of downtown London or something. That, right, that makes sense. I don't okay, know. I'm with you. And so um, Boar ushered in peace and he killed them all, as my notes say. I don't know where that came from. And the ether was set. Peace to- and killed them all. They go together. Uh, and it seems like this is a common theme with Odin, though. It's weird. You know what I mean? And we'll find out about it in, in Ragnarok. But yes. there's also a scene later on in this movie that I'm going to touch base on as well. But the ether was set to be destroyed. But here it is. And Malekith uh, stabs his own dude to become darkness, is what I wrote here. And he's cursed in existence until it becomes him. And it will they will tear down the defenses of Asgard. So basically, he stabs his best bro, and he becomes this crazy beast demon dude. And dun, dun, dun. That's, that's he's all. He's in the comics. Who is he in the comics? It's the same name that he is in this, but I can never. Curse, yes. The cursed. Yeah. yeah. And they they replicate they replicated the look a lot, even though he looks like a Power Rangers villain. Ooh, I love me some Power Rangers villains. Me too. Yeah. Me Lord too. Have mercy. Ooh, I love me some Power Rangers. Where's my autograph book? Oh man, Ivan Uzi. Now, I'm talking old school show. No, no, no. And when I was in elementary school, me and my friends, we had the Power Rangers. Dude, and we I were, was Tommy. We were gonna I was always. Tommy. We were gonna dress up as Power Rangers, and I was That's gonna right, I was gonna worked. be the Green Ranger, and you were gonna be the White Ranger. Yes. yes. They're the same person. It doesn't matter. They're two it two different matter, rangers. Emmy. We both are Tommy. Okay, leave it alone, Emmy. When I was when I was in kindergarten, or maybe it was first grade, the like one of the only times because I'm such a goody two shoes. <laughs> um, one of the only times that my mom like got a phone call from school was because I kept writing Trini on my papers because I wanted to be the Yellow Ranger so bad. Oh, like, I wouldn't write my own name on papers at school. I was, <laughs> was going to say Trini. they called your mom over that. That is uh, too stinking. Yeah, cute. 
just to tell me to stop. Right. <laughs> like you are not the yellow ranger. Your <laughs> name is Emmy. Hey, you, you are, Hey, Trini, thank you for joining us on MCU in review. So <laughs> there it is. We are your hosts, Tommy and, and Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. We have white ranger over there and I am the green ranger because I'm kind of evil, but I'm kind of good. So it, <laughs> um, I'm all good, baby. Yeah. That I, is, what, what, what you got? I'm sorry. I had another point there. Yeah. Dang, the dark elves know how to braid. That was some Khaleesi level like weaving of the hair. It was beautiful. Pretty amazing. Speaking of braids, Thor's braid is consistent from here all the way through Endgame. There's a braid in his hair that is the same all the way through the movie. I did not. Wow. Wow. Okay. I did not know that either. And we see a ship or ships, I guess I should say, take off towards Asgard. And the Warriors 3 return with prisoners, uh, one being the Cursed. And we see they come into the room and they're getting put in prison cells. And we see Loki, our first look at Loki in a cell. Not our first look at Loki, but he's kind of in this prison cell. He's got the nicest prison cell. He's all by himself. He's got furniture. He's got, you know, a little bit of furnishing here. And honestly, if you're going to be stuck in a prison cell, I'd say that one's probably the best one you could be in. Um, And uh, we see Frigga has come and joined him and she's giving him books. And... Uh, I, this is where Loki, he's a little bit arrogant here. Loki talks to Freegan and says, does Air, does Odin share your concern? Thor? Like, that's the first thing he's asking about. Not, thank you for joining me, mother. I appreciate you being here. Do they care? Do they know what I'm going through? You know, it just, it feels childish. It feels mischievous, which is Loki. I get that's the whole point. And then Frigga says, think of the lives you took. And he goes, a mere handful compared to the ones my father has taken. AKA, it was only 74. It was only 74. But gosh, it's also a call to Ragnarok that we'll learn about later. This still, it felt so hollow in this movie in 2013. It does not feel hollow when you see the rest of the MCU. And I think yeah. this this Ragnarok endgame like it just has this beautiful melting pot of I just love this movie more through a lot of these callbacks. Maybe that's why we enjoyed it so much this time. Yeah, I think so. Because it was like, we didn't know what they were doing. I mean, we knew they were building towards something. Mm -hmm. But when you look at, look back at even the worst movies, there's tie-ins all through the Mm -hmm. universe. I agree. I agree. And then we see Loki exclaim, he is not my father. And, and then Frigga, am I not your mother? And we see not the mama, <laughs> not the mama. And we see uh, Loki reach out to his mother, and this is really—I get chills talking about it because I'm, you know, all right. Guess what? I'm your mother. I get—I don't know. I just I, weird things it, it hit me. I guess. And when it was he, emotional scene. Uh, that, yeah, mm-hmm. he reaches Tom out. Hiddleston, man. Again, it, Loki just freaking preach. can keep us. We can hate him. We can love him. We can hate him. We can feel bad for him. He sells everything because he really brings you into his emotions, whether he's angry, sad, whatever. One moment I'm I'm criticizing him. One moment I'm criticizing him for being too childish. And the same scene, literally 10 seconds later, I'm emotional him reaching out to his mother. Uh, that's that's a performance that is Tom Hiddleston. That's Loki, the character that's writing. It's a lot of just all three of those. It, it it hit me and well done, Marvel Studios. You've never gotten Loki wrong, not in my opinion. I don't feel bad for him yet. 
I need more apologies. Oh man, I didn't feel bad. I felt, or excuse me, I felt bad for him at this point. He reached uh, out to oh, his mother for sure. Yeah, and she wasn't there. She was uh, I because am cynical. And who should be there for you when no one else will? Your mama. Your mama. Your mama. Every time. Well, yeah, but he's still not remorseful at all for trying to make for trying to put himself as king of the world. Well, it may be not here yet, but at the end of this scene, when he goes to grab her hand and she's not really there, I was like, Oh, cause well, yeah. Cause you, you ticked everybody off so bad that they don't want to be with you. Like that's, it's still your kid. It's still your kid. You love them no matter oh, what. There, oh, that's there, true. There okay. It is, all right. Clint, case closed, man. So we see the, uh, then we cut to Loki or excuse me, Loki, Thor and Jane and the convergence, there's hand-holding. Once the world passes out of alignment, then the connection is lost. They're holding hands, and then they're like sideways hands, and it's just really, uh, and then they make out. Yeah. There's music yep. playing. Meh. That's all I put here. Meh. I roll. Yeah. This, uh, it, it, Clinton, to your point earlier, man, and, uh, you know, Emmy, to your point earlier, this feels forced. This does not feel genuine. I, I, I'm just not into this relationship at this point. I think it's really funny that this is what I loved back in 2013. And now it's like barf, like get it off my screen. I'm done with it. Like welcome to seven years older, ladies and gentlemen, for real. Romeo. Romeo. Yep. How have I changed this much? What is happening to me? Yep. I'm, I, I'm going to be the get off my lawn grandma in about 10 years. Uh, I give it five. (laughs) I would give it five for sure. (laughs) (laughs) They could have used the Juliet uh, quote here and it would have worked because it's Thor. What Juliet quote? Wherefore Thor art. Wherefore art thou Romeo? Uh, No, Juliet, Juliet. It is the East and. She is the sun. Oh, yeah. uh, arise, fair moon, and kill the envious sun. Oh, have you got, already sick and pale with grief. Have you guys, Hello, Miss Dent from high school. Oh, Miss Dent. Yeah, she was. We my, had to learn. She was my English school, one and to, English three teacher, by the way. So the man had to learn what he says to Juliet, and the girls had so to learn did we. what she said to Romeo. So did we. I learned both because I'm a suck up. Yeah, <laughs> you're and, also a teacher with several children. Uh, guess what? I uh, also watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and there was a part where there's a chicken, and it's cursing this episode, and Meatwad goes, Arise, chicken! Arise! <laughs> and I enjoy it so much because this this weird barrier, bar- burial guy is going, Arise, chicken! Arise! And he's like, Arise, chicken! Arise! And uh, yeah, not Arise, fair mate, but yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Hey, if you watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I love you. <laughs> So if you're if you're cultured, <laughs> then you will think of uh, William Shakespeare as Romeo and Juliet. And if you are if you watch Adult Swim late at night, you are uncultured. Like me. Ooh, you guys. uncultured swine. Exactly. Because I'm cultured. Because no, you I'm called kidding. it out, Emmy. I know. I'm. I'm just kidding. I'm really sorry. No, I'm not. No. Say, I because I watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force too. I love Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but I do too. Uh, Carl's my favorite. Oh gosh, he's like, <laughs> what you doing? What, what you doing? Yeah, I, I could. If you haven't seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force, what are you doing with your life? It is the most hysterical cartoon I've ever watched. Like I've never laughed as hard as I've watched, and I've watched a lot of cartoons. Family Guy, besides this podcast, That's Bob's Burgers. Bob's, I'm sorry, Bob's Burgers is 100 percent better, and Futurama. Louise is my favorite from Bob's Burgers. Me too. Me I'm, too. I'm a Louise yeah. fan. She is. I'm a Louise I, guy. I, I identify with Tina though. Yeah, I'm I, all Tina. Louis, Louise, I actually I have a magnet right here. 
the, the, the sarcasm of Louise. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Louise is my spirit animal. Oh man. Like, I strive I strive to be Louise, but I'm really just a Tina. <laughs> yeah. Renee is a Louise. Like there was a part where Louise is and Renee's favorite sport is ba- ba- uh, baseball. And so Louise is in the stands and she's like, Hey, bada, bada, hey, bada, 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 hey, bada, bada, swing, bada, bada. And like, it's, I'm like, Renee, that's you at a baseball game. If I've ever seen it. Cause she is. Yeah. It's, it's funny anyway. So we go to the convergence, the handholding. This is why we changed the subject. Cause it's meh, blah, blah. And Jane Foster meets Friga and we see, uh, at this point, and cool. it's a freak a good time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, we were ready for that one. And Someone caught me off guard. Oh, he he's ready at all times, ladies and gentlemen. And <laughs> this is when we see a prisoner grabs a stone grenade thing. I don't know. And the prisoners are looking to escape. They're starting to freak out. And Loki does not even bat an eye. I thought this just made Loki kind of look like a you, badass you, here. <laughs> I thought you missed the the Hulk out moment for the fire monster, the curse. He like sticks like a charcoal into his stomach, and that's what makes him Hulk fire. Oh, good, good. And then he can just bust all the barriers, apparently. Yeah. Which, if it's that amp easy, up your, amp up your security, Asgard. Yeah, Agreed. at least have bars Agreed. too. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, people want to drink while they're in prison. <laughs> that's not. There's no lie there. <laughs> there's no lie there. <laughs> and, uh, but it should have iron bars to keep the prisoners in while they for everyone listening my dad jokes and stupid rants are not written down they are just purely natural they are completely improvised yes or steve carell i mean you could compare me to both it's it's one of the two (laughs) and we will do more live broadcasts on facebook coming soon and you'll get to hear those rants live and it's going to be wonderful i think brandon said move on guys no 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 we gotta get avengers age of ultron maybe we'll do a live broadcast i don't know we haven't talked about it as a group why not bring it on in a live show let's do it okay that's a yes all right so uh avengers age of ultron avengers nerd assemble we will give the date Way more advanced than we did the last one, which was four hours. Yeah, let's not tell anybody until four hours in advance. No, 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 no. Yeah, all four people that joined. Thank you. Hey, no, eleven people joined our group, and we have like thirty followers on Instagram, so which is nice. So the big beast now he punches (laughs) the cell wall. He takes out the guards with ease. He frees the other prisoners, but he does not free Loki. Why? I think he just maybe he senses something. I don't know. It felt like I can tell you're on the other side. It felt different, I guess, the way he stared at him. Hello from me. But then he Oh my god. Oof. But then he I he can't even try to hit those notes. Later when they're on Fart City. Mm-hmm. He vouches for them that he um, is against he, Asgard. He, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was he was a prisoner. Yeah. And then he, but he also Loki when he's passing him, Loki says, "You might want to take the stairs on the left." And helps him. So yeah, the least you could do is free him. Right. You jerk. Yeah, jerk. And then I love like Thor's response: "Prisons, Loki." <laughs> he immediately like flies off to the prisons and everything. And Thor takes off. I don't even know if it was that good of acting. I honestly think it was more prisons, Loki. And I remember thinking that was kind of hokey acting there. Have we gotten to the part? I may have, we may have skipped it. It wasn't really. You fell asleep like you usually do. Yeah, you fell asleep the last podcast when we said something. (laughs) Listen, I had coffee. I'm fine. Um, (laughs) So the part where. Thor jumps up off the balcony and twists and grabs his hammer. That was right then. That was, yeah. That was perfect timing. That was right then. That 
that was uh, that's what I thought. That's why I said it. Hey, hey, we were, um, we were saying perfect. Keep going. Leave me alone. Hey. Um, <laughs> First time getting the cricket treatment. That's yeah. That's usually that working. was the first time we see how Thor transitions in the comics when he gets his hammers when his cape comes out. His cape is not out when he twists and grabs the hammer. It falls out from his back. No way. That's pretty yeah, sick. You you blink and you miss it, but it's there. That's pretty. I sick. missed it. Dang, because, because he, that was a question I had on the last one. Yep. yep. So it comes out when he gets his hammer. Um when he's about to battle. So he, so he puts the hammer down and it goes up like a, like a projector screen. Right. Pretty much. And but every, in this scene, we finally get to see it on the big screen and everyone loses their mind. Let's go for get in no there. One, no one noticed it, Brandon. I know, but you noticed it and that's <laughs> what matters. You win the episode. Thank you. <laughs> I, because that was a serious question that I had. Like it just, I just did not. That's understand. how it was in the comics, and this is the first time they really actually show it. Great catch, man! Great okay. catch. And we see as the battle in the prison rages on. Loki reads, uh, and I thought this was also really funny. He's just reading a book, thumping through a book, doesn't care. And Thor comes in, starts doing Thor things again, and we see an awkward moment cut to uh, Lady Sif and Jane. Uh, they just, I put stare down between Sif and Jane. Awkward is all I have. I, I maintain that she's attracted to Jane. No. I would love if Lady Sif was. I'm not, I'm not against that, but that is not what they were going for here. Th- that was definitely, no. that was definite jealousy. jealousy. Yeah. Because she says, you want me to do it? Yep. Yep. It was, it was definite jealousy. I'm sorry here, but uh, yeah. I don't think you guys are wrong. I think I'm just like. Hoping. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get you want me to go get this peasant earth bitch? <laughs> I don't think that she went that far. Oh, she I didn't say that. That was, just, that was just you. That was just you. I think Lady <laughs> Sif is also a feminist, so I don't think she would have said that. Yeah. You want me to go get the goat from the cellar? <laughs> That's prob yeah, I agree. Jane's down there going, help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting really bad, bad, bad down here. <laughs> I need everyone to come help. And this ship comes in, this large ship, and bothers me, bothers me, bothers me, bothers really, me. This invisible ship because Heimdall did not detect it. Or, Heimdall did not detect it. That was kind of me thinking that too. Well, and then they address it, but he does detect it once it's there and it's right. still invisible. Okay. Also, how did it get there? Because I thought you had to travel by the Bifrost to get there. Right. Oh. I think I think of this as like nine different things. Like, yes, you're right. There's like nine different realms and they're all in space. And if you go in space long enough, you will get to right. the next realm. But how do you just get there so quickly without the Bifrost? Mm, well, yeah, I guess they did get there pretty quickly. I guess they didn't explain that. And then the fact that Heimdall finally sees it when it's there, but it's still invisible. It'd be one thing if it transitioned from being invisible mm-hmm. once it got there. Right. He's like, oh, ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ship. I'm going to count that. I didn't mean to even no, do that. I, I'm going to count that one. <laughs> that one was great. And so we see the ship does come in, and the Heimdall I put here is a badass. He is a badass. He, he is a bad butt. 
He has a great, he has a great booty. Okay, guys. And then there's a huge uh, ship. He, uh, he, well, excuse me. He destroys the first one. He kind of loses grip, but then destroys the first ship. And then a huge ship and fleet of dark elves rage in afterward and destroy everything in their path. And Asgard defenses are completely off guard. I, during the boring ass, like monologue in the beginning, doesn't he say, Hey, Hey, be nice. Doesn't he say that Malekith killed his own species to. Yes, he does. We see that. Yes, he does. And I actually, I didn't talk about it, but I wrote a note on it. Yeah, he does say that. It it said, I put um, kill. He, he says, kill them all. It's our only chance of survival. And that's how the two survive. Bad manager. That's a bad manager. That is a- two. That's how the two survive. Correct. So how, where are these other people coming from? Ooh, I, I don't know that answer. Good catch. Yeah. And and I, I understand that Malekith and the other dude um, go off. And like I get that there should be one ship, but I thought that the other ships were crashed into the fort city if if you know that answer please tweet us because i'm curious to know that myself i know that marvel had to explain that somewhere i am not trying to say we're i just know they had to explain that there's more than just the two emmy's not done we are going to take 20 minutes with emmy emmy what you got no i'm just gonna say (laughs) ha because this is one of the moments where the science fiction doesn't match up and you guys have the same questions that i do because yes i understand spaceships in space and blah 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 like yeah it's not real science but like this it's isn't not. a science thing. No, this is they said this one is, thing and th- it didn't pan out later. Agreed. This is logic, not science we're talking about here. <laughs> so two completely different things in my opinion. Continuity we, is off. We accept your surrender, Emmy. Yeah, but the continuity <laughs> is off because there's no it's not science. What about it is science. Space. Oh, gosh. Anyway, oh. we're, we're going to move on. Heimdall, <laughs> he completely creates a security grid of some sort. And then they just... This whole scene feels yeah. like Star Wars to me. With the little pew pew, with the lasers and the, yes, the yes. jets does and feel the very planes. Star Wars-y. It's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, as quickly as the security grid rose, it the defenses begin to fall because of Malekith's efforts. And Asgard is dim- dismantled. Lives are taken. The ship, the ship has trampled everything. Thor realizes that something is happening from above because he's underground in the prison. And Malekith emerges behind his army's shot or behind his army. Shots are fired. He throws a grenade on the throne, and I think that was a that was a sign. I thought that was the a, elf bombs are cool as shit. I thought so too. They are so cool. They really are. But he threw it. I I like that he threw it on the throne. No one there. Just you know what? I'm going to destroy this throne. Right are you here. talking about like he's taking a poop and he just throws one? <sighs> I'll give it to you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Malekith walks in, stand down cr- creature and you will, s- and you can still survive. She's talking to Frigga. She walks into, I think like the bedroom, I guess, or wherever. I don't know. She's walking where the magic happens. Whoa. Where the, in the throne room. Hey, you want to know how <laughs> Thor was created? They throw that throne bone in there. Oh, Man, okay, that was a little dirty too. But yeah, if you want to know how Thor was made, okay, here you go. And Malekith walks in, stand down creature, and you can still survive. Frigga, at this moment, is a badass as well. But she yes. is, she, she does so well. She does. I am she so phased. She's not phased. Yeah, and she's just like, yeah, dude, yep. 
And a- after the Come events, me, uh, after the events of other movies that I'm going to try to shut up about, I just love the scene even more. And mm-hmm. she does end up getting outmuscled by the cursed. And you have taken something, child. Give it back. And she said, you know, or then he goes, which where's the ether? And she goes, I'll never tell. And Malekith, I thought this was a decent line. I believe you. And then he kills her off or it has the curse to kill her. And we see that Thor runs in. He is shaken. It hits hard. And I put here in my notes, this hits hard. This hit hard for me watching this. It did me too. It's tough. And it, it surprised me because they haven't given her character a ton of development. I still think but the little scene she had with Loki and Thor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it made me but feel for her. Like you could tell she was that nurturing mother. Mm-hmm. And then she stood up for her people yes. at the end with no hesitation. And I didn't think they gave this enough time to breathe. So she's killed and then bam. shaken. And then we're at her funeral. Like they don't show Do any th- conversation between Odin and I Thor. Have, I have to ask it. you both real quick though. And I, before we move on or move anywhere, I just have to ask you, do you think also spoiler alert, stop listening for the next 10 seconds. If you have not watched any future MCU movies, do you think Endgame played a part in this being more emotional as well? Cause that's what I feel like it was more emotional for me was watching the events of Endgame. I don't, I honestly don't think so. I think that it was emotional just in this movie. This yeah, one I, yeah, that yeah. added a level to it, but I think it was also just emotional. I, I respect that, but to me, I really think in game played more of a part for me feeling not, this. not for me. Yeah, okay. I was basing it off of the previous in, from Thor in this movie, right? In the yeah. sequences she got with Loki, especially because you see the vulnerability of Loki to his mother, and now you're seeing mm. the the vulnerability of the mother who has fought for her kids, even when they're doing wrong. Mm. And now she's gone after fighting for a stranger from earth to protect them because her son cares for this person <laughs> and she's going to stand up for them and fight for them. And then she's done more. Sport. And I just wish, yeah, sorry. I going. wish they would have given more just like more to this, mm-hmm. just a, even a little bit. It just seemed like she's dead. We're going to have a funeral. We're going to move on. It, it, Thor has been stabbed by Loki multiple times. I think that we know that that like he, doesn't he mention it later on that like he, they used he, to play games and turned he into just a frog him? and he was turned into a frog I think at one point too or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So I feel like Thor is an Asgardian and can survive that. I don't know. I just uh, this goes back to I think last or the Avengers episode when I was like, what is it? What could actually kill an Asgardian in this? Part of why I didn't like this scene was because this didn't seem like it was it. It always me. felt like shallow blades that were stabbing Hulk, though, or excuse me, Thor. It never felt like a full-on through-the-chest blade. And they reiterated in the beginning of this, too, about them not being immortal. Mm-hmm. They did it again because yeah. they, they said that at the beginning of – they said that in Thor, and they've said that again here. Uh, and that I'm, they're not immortal. And I I, and I I get that. I get they're not immortal, but they're a lot less mortal than we are. But yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm going, we, Yeah, with Clinton to your point, I completely agree with what you said, but I gotta say this still hit me harder because of in games events, because I saw Thor finally be able to pour out to his mother and be emotional seeing his mother again. And to me, that emotion and that scene and how he basically just cries to see her again 
may yeah, I, I I was calling back to that movie while watching this and seeing how much I sometimes you don't know what you got until it's gone and Thor just oh my god it's so good to see you yes I, I I'm uh, lost without you mom and to see that connection we never saw that in Thor the Dark World we didn't it was just you know and seeing that and having that in my heart and then seeing Thor tear up at this moment hit me so much harder because I didn't realize the connection they the two had until a future movie. And so this, I have to say, Endgame hit me, because of Endgame, this scene hit me harder. What's weird, too, is even watching Endgame, it didn't hit me hard. Really? But I know, re, I'm not, like, mm-hmm. like this hit me harder re-watching this than it did in Endgame when he went back. Yeah. I can't. I think because I dismissed the Dark World, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, we're going back to that movie. Mm-hmm. So, but now I know when we go watch Endgame, this is going to feel even heavier. Yes. That's exactly because what I, I was going to say. Yes, I yes, feel yes. it heavy here. Yes, I'm definitely going to feel it in the future now. Yes, yes sir. I agree. Yep. And I loved that they gave, I loved the touch of giving her a Viking funeral. Oh, yeah. I thought that was It was awesome. so beautiful. The music playing in this scene is the same music that is played in the play in Ragnarok that Loki does with Matt Damon. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The play yeah, he yes. sets up in Ragnarok? Yes. That is the same music. And did you okay. know that, Brandon? I did. Yes. I thought that was I didn't know novel. that. Uh, yeah. Good catch, Clinton. All right. And then we will go to... Um, yeah, this is really... We see Odin and Thor tear up, and Frigga lies motionless as Odin kind of spins her around. And I put here, I know it was Rush Clinton. Spins her around? Kind of like spins, uh, I think. No, He's no. like crying over her body. He like he like rolls her over. Rolls her over. Oh, I yeah. was thinking we were talking about the funeral. She spins already, and he just right gets the boat, and he's baby, like, right <laughs> round. Spins her in the water. Like a roller coaster, <laughs> no, baby, she, right round, round. goes off like, <laughs> Like and a top. See you later. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. And uh, no, we see Odin and Thor tear up. But the, I, I know this was rushed, Clinton, and I agree with you. But this funeral still gave me chills. I thought, yeah, the it's way, beautiful. It really is the way they send her off and they shoot the flaming arrows. Hawkeye was apparently there too, and as she burns and floats and kind of disappears over the waterfall, I put emotional. That was the word I put. Um, this one, she don't disappear over the waterfall. Her spirit he s- slams his staff and she floats over the waterfall, and then her. Burn. Spirit goes up in the sky. Turns into glittery stars. It's beautiful. And then they send light. CG's to- bad here. Oh God, I didn't think of CG at all. Whatever. Yeah. You need. <laughs> I was. I was. Not, I was emotional. I was in not the, moment. the waterfall, but the stars. I was in the moment. I, I didn't. I was. Okay. I was in the moment here. And they send the lights to the sky. And Loki hears the news because a guard. And I like that. This. I like the way this was shot. To be honest with you, where the guard says, you know, walks up to him. There's nothing said. You just know he's hearing the news of his mother pass. I really thought. And then Loki, like all people, he destroyed furniture, which was shitty that a guard went and told him. Mm. That is really, really bad. Like, why so wasn't he nice. able to be there for the funeral? They could have put him in shackles. Oh, and had yeah. Him they could have put him in shackles like Thor does later. But I think let that, him be there at I, his mother's. I also funeral. think this tells you how 
this almost tells you kind of Odin. This tells you yeah, a lot true. about his rule. And we see that later in later movies. But we see, doesn't matter. I told you, you were never going to see her again. And I meant it. And he says That's that true. at the beginning of the movie. You will never see her again. And he was true to his word. Doesn't make him the right person. Doesn't make it the right move. But Odin's a man of his word, good or bad. And then, yeah, so... Pff, I, Dang, I'm starting to hate Odin. I really don't like Odin right now. Like uh, Anthony Hopkins' portrayal love, is top notch. Love him, like love him, but not Odin the character. Seems like a true because that wasn't even something I caught. But that you're completely right. Yeah, yeah. So we see Eric Selvig is still loony, or he is he? It, yeah. Or is he? Because exactly what you said earlier, Clinton, he is making all the sense in the world in his uh, diagrams, in his drawings. He talks about all the nine realms, gravity, light, crashing into one another. And I love this Pause part. the movie here. Anybody that's a hardcore fan, look at, oh, the, look look at the all the references on that board. I will definitely. Yeah. I, I did not, but I'm going to now that you said that. And I love that we find out he's talking to an old folks home and there's Stan the man. And yeah, can I have my shoe back? Sorry, Amy. This is Clinton's segment every single time. I've got to give it to Clinton. Clinton, what was your thoughts on Stan the man? (laughs) One of my, not my favorite movie before this review, but one of my favorite in the MCU cameos of Stanley. Yeah. I thought this was awesome. I really, it was so clever because he's like in a old folks home psychiatric I think it's a place mental facility. That's what I was raising my hand for. I oh. think it's a psychiatric. Is it is a psychiatric. Of, it oh, is. my bad. I but there's a like, lot of elderly people there. Yeah. And Stan Lee is just like, can I have my shoe back? Because it, it caters to the, the craziness of Selvig right now. Yes. But also we get Stan Lee like, you're explaining all this crazy stuff, but I just want my shoe back. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was and, perfect. And cute. It was. Yeah, I loved it. It, it was perfect. He does say like, are there any questions? And that's his question. Can I have yes. my shoe back? It's <laughs> yeah. cute. It's loved really, it. it's really perfect. I loved it. And I love that we can go through the 22 movies. I know there's 23 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but 22 is when he had a cameo. He did not make it for Spider-Man Far From Home. And I love that we get to review his cameos. I just want to say that because uh, yes. it's really cool revisiting Stan and uh, to the wonderful. And if you still haven't seen that documentary, we posted it on our Twitter. Um, Stan Lee is a wonderful, remarkable human being. Just type in Stan Lee on Netflix. You will see the documentary. Absolutely wonderful. Get to know not just this guy who drew comic books and the wonderful husband and human being and partner and person stanley was i can't say that enough i i really think if you love stanley or if you love marvel comics or you love marvel studios movies check out that documentary it is one of a kind stanley type it in netflix i'm sure you'll see it reach out on our twitter we we have that link up there as well really really good stuff can i just say just for a second that i okay so i went to denver comic-con a couple years in a row mm-hmm. and stanley was one of the people that was there and i didn't have long enough. And I know my friend who went with me is not a nerd and has no idea what any, like who any of these people are. We are going to go to a comic con together. All three of us. I'm just saying, Oh heck yes. Yeah. Um, Hell yes, brother. We will have a booth of MCU and review (laughs) and we are going to have two people visit us and it'll be great. (laughs) I wonderful. I would in a heartbeat. Um, but Stan Lee just, 
being in the same room as him and seeing his face in person, I was like, uh, it was like, that. I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. I have a picture. It's very far away. You weren't supposed to take pictures, <laughs> but I'm a rebel. Rebel. <laughs> Hard ass. That's that. Yeah. If, if there's one word for Emmy. It's uh, it's two. It's hard ass. <laughs> so. Compound word. I've already I've already said that I'm a suck up in this in this episode, but apparently also I'm a rebel. So there's, rebel. there's just a little bit of everything. So we go back to Thor is revealing his plan to destroy the ether and Malekith, and we see Thor thinking of the lies lives lost at the expense of war, growth. There was there was a part though when. So Thor gets so angry that he lightning bolts um, Malekith, right? Yes. And so Malekith is now sleeping for a minute. Cursed dude is telling him, and when you wake, we will kill them all. Like, what a great bedtime story. It's, <laughs> it's really good. I, I agree. Um, good night, sorry. moon. Good night. <laughs> so. And when you wake, we will kill them all. <laughs> um. Right. Uh oh the the guy who plays the curse yes or the curse I think is his name like yes, the cursed correct. is like the breed mm-hmm. and then the curse is the guy um he looked a bit familiar to me and he shows up in our favorite oh. Suicide Squad what oh no yeah. who is he. He is Killer Croc. Oh, I did not know that was the same yeah. actor. Wow. I, I love the makeup of Killer Croc. I know I diss DC a lot. And here's our DC segment. <laughs> but I, for Suicide Squad, even though it's an, a movie I don't care for, Killer Croc looked fantastic in that movie. I agree. I yeah. love the look of that man. So, and you cannot tell it was him. I actually no. recognized him from, did you watch Lost? I uh, did not. Oh, well, yeah. he was Mr. Echo in Lost, who oh. was probably one of my favorite characters in Lost. He's well, a very nice man. I believe you. And it's funny because we see Thor talking to Odin after this, and he's thinking of the lives lost at the expense of war. And I love that Odin's response is, we will fight until the last Asgardian ble- breath, until the last Asgardian blood drops. And I love this line from Thor how are you different from Malekith? And he goes, I will win. Very telling. Kind of, Emmy, to your point earlier, Odin's getting hard hard to root for him. This is really growth by Thor's part where he's almost exceeding his father at this point. He's learning Mm -hmm. beyond his father where, how are you no different from Malekith? Because I will win. That's not the right answer. I'm sorry. It's not. And I just really, Thor's character growth and Odin... I feel like there was there was a they were going in two different trajectories at this point. But I justify this by the fact that they just killed his wife. Oh, that's so a good he point. is looking for revenge. Like he is not in a good place. And so I, I but that's almost all, justify it, but I, it's still bad. bad and, I, and I agree, but then you also think Thor's mother just passed and he's still of the rice mm-hmm. frame of mind. And I'm not saying you know, someone being angry during a huge part and someone being calm doesn't make right or wrong. I'm not saying that, but for Thor to be the level head here, especially after the first Thor movie, how much he's progressed, pretty amazing to watch. Yeah, and, I, yeah, I do agree with that. 
And then we see uh, the Bifrost is closed per Odin's orders. That's from um, that is from uh, um, Heimdall, and Thor needs help, and he reaches out to Heimdall, and he says Odin is blinded by hatred. This is Thor talking to Heimdall, talking about his father. Hey, my father is blinded by hatred, and Heimdall says, "What do you require of me?" Well, success will bring us exile, and failure will bring us death. <laughs> um, pretty intense quote there. Uh, <laughs> that head tilt. What do, you, what do you got? I think we skipped where they finally called it the Dark World when Thor is talking to Odin, which I don't know why. <laughs> I do not. I When I think of Thor, the Dark World, I think that's the title of the film. And this part is like oh it's called the dark world because the dark elves want a dark world listen i put it together there i know you guys (laughs) 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 i know you guys think that i am a complete and total idiot but that no one thinks that no one does i mean no the name of this film is the dark world it's just not i don't know (laughs) Just the, the the ending of you talking was just like it's the dark world, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. We finally we finally hear them say it in the movie, and I was like, oh right, <laughs> that's the name of this movie. I saw one movie, like, or I saw a couple movies, and I was in the theater, and every time they said like the name of the title, it wasn't Marvel, but I remember it was like a franchise, and when they would say the title, like the place would just erupt, like ah, they said it, the two towers, here it is, like I don't know why, it just made me bust out laughing. So the Thor- the dark world, I could see like a whole theater erupting like they said it they finally said it so i don't know anyway they so here heimdall says i can't betray my king and then immediately when they're walking thor says he's about to commit treason yeah and he's like what will you ask of me (laughs) he's like okay yeah i'm just Hey, I'm with you. I can't betray him. And then Thor's like, you're going to commit treason. He's like, okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) But I also think to an extent, and I'm not saying it makes sense, but that you see Heimdall, that friendship with Thor too, which they allude to later on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So sometimes I will not do this, bro, bro, bro. And he's like, bro. I don't know. I, I just, that sometimes I feel like sometimes, you know, I'm not going to do this, dude, please. Will you do me solid? Okay. What? Maybe that's their version of it, but I, Brandon's I, being a Chad right now, bro. Okay. Bruh. Okay. Anyway, brass. So we are, um, we, they say if we do nothing, they will waste all of Asgard. So we need to move Jane off world. This is where we think Jane's a prop, or at least that's where I feel Jane's a prop. We need to move her off world. She's not a person. She's a thing. And one, well, they know they're come attack again. If she's there, right? Because I just, it's in her. Uh, exactly. I'm not, you know what I mean? It's just, eh, I don't know. So we see Loki say there's only one path off to Asgard and Loki's the only one who knows it, which sets up a communication between Loki and Thor and Loki's looking strong, mighty in his cell. And Thor says, Loki enough, no more illusions. This was pretty interesting because then we see Loki sitting down a bloody, bloody foot, just literally just rock bottom, rock bottom. And I think we see here pretty pretty easily he's hurt not uh, physically yes maybe a little bit but emotionally the first thing he asks the first thing he asks is did she suffer mm-hmm. 
rip my heart out yep yeah yep yep. Dude, this is this is where i was back on loki's team this is where i was like okay i feel for him again yeah this was not an apology but this was she meant the world to me and the first person i'm and he, even through he's had brother brother issues he's had father issues this entire saga this entire up until this point but never he, his mom never his mom and and you can tell he's broken about how their last conversation was yeah mm-hmm. because he was an asshole to her basically denounced it, her it's it's haunting him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it, uh, this is thor he says i know you seek vengeance but help me escape asgard and i will allow you vengeance but then i will allow you this cell saying basically hey help me escape and you will get your revenge for Frigga." but you are going to be right back in the cell afterward. No other plans for you. So a little heartless, I guess maybe, but can you really blame Thor at this point either? So I thought he said that he would get him out of the cell. Yes. That's what he did say. Oh, did he? Oh yeah. I thought he's saying you're going to be back in this cell. My apologies. Okay. That's, that's on me guys. And then he says, you betray me and I will kill you. And that's going to be a reoccurring theme here. You betray Thor. Someone's going to kill Loki. I thought that was funny later on. Yeah, it was. And he's calling him out on his BS now. Right away. Yeah. You've tricked me too many times. Mm -hmm. I don't trust you anymore. Right. But our mom died and you need to get me out of here to uh, avenge her. Yep. And like even says like hope no longer exists for you. Like, that might not be the exact way that he says it, but he's basically like, I'm, I'm done holding out hope that you're going to be a good dude. Mm, yeah. And, and Loki immediately steals the movie again. Every scene he's in, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I agree. And I love Loki's response here. When do we start? You know, when do we start? That's the, that's what he's asking. So then we transition to my favorite scene of the movie. Oh yeah. Yep. I know what you guys are going to say. And I have every quote written down word for word on what's about to come Ah, up. Beautiful. But I have Loki is a kid in a candy shop here. He is with Thor. He's walking side by side with Thor. He's broken out of prison, essentially from his brother's help. Stealing the movie. Once again, Mm -hmm. Loki turns into a guard. Then he learned, then he turns Thor into lady Sif and he is just playing all kinds of tricks and then we see loki turn into captain america whoa costume is a bit much so tight confidence i can feel the righteousness surging want to have a rousing conversation about truth honor honor patriotism god bless america and then we see thor grab loki by the neck it is absolutely hilarious it's phenomenal and i want to say this real quick before we talk about anything else chris evans portraying loki portraying captain america yes kudos sir i that that was phenomenal hilarious you know he loved doing that too you know chris evans if you know how chris evans is Mm -hmm. you know he loved doing this his performance was out of this world and man he played a (laughs) he played a loki out of this dark world intended out of this dark world ladies and gentlemen let's say it let's have it for me but no like i just love chris evans playing loki playing captain america like this just it was beautiful it was awesome what did you guys think obviously this whole transitioning to multiple different people turning thor into lady sif you know you look ravishing brother uh it was just it was absolutely phenomenal. and their their voices 
yes. are, except for Caps, right? It was Chris Evans talking. That was there. Chris Evans talking, yes. But the other characters, it was still their voices, even though they looked different. <laughs> yeah. And I loved that. Yes. Um, I, I think it was a different one. And, and I had that written down. And I think that for if Loki changes, his voice changes, but he can't project that onto other people. I think that the okay. guard had a different voice. I think you're right. Um, um, go ahead. I like this is my favorite scene of the movie. Agreed. Um, and it comes back to what I said earlier. This is where the humor works for me. Yes. When Loki's in a scene, and this is where it really starts for me because it continues a little later when mm-hmm. they're in the ship trying to escape. Um, but the humor works here, I and. Just- I he just, steals the scene. I just love Chris Evans. He's like, whoa, costume is a bit much. So tight. It's <laughs> just like, it was so funny. I can feel the righteousness surging. It was just so funny the way he was like, like just messing with his own costume and like even his mm-hmm. mannerism. It was more than the words, just how much he was playing up. Like I'm Captain America. Like it was really You funny. love Chris Evans. I'm a, yes. uh, no, no, not even that. It's just like. Hashtag no homo, but a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. And, uh, it was just so <laughs> great how I, I, not even Chris, just like how Marvel can make fun of themselves. I don't know. I like that. And that's why they, they don't ever take themselves too seriously. And it was out of left field. No one expected this no. in the theater. And I was mm-hmm. kind of pissed because I think to Emmy's point, she was counting down Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr.'s appearances in the Marvel universe, his contract. Mm-hmm. When I saw Chris Evans, I was loving the scene, but I was like, did that just count as one of his movies? Like I was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like a little mad at that. seeing that in the theaters. It's no lie. Obviously I'm better now after seeing the entire cinematic universe. But at that time I was like, did they just waste one movie for, for 10 seconds here? I, I was a little upset about that. I absolutely, I think this is one of the things that I absolutely love in movies mm-hmm. when characters portray other characters, mm-hmm. like when someone has to like, um, like in like Freaky Friday when Lindsay Lohan has to be her mom and her mom has to be her. Oh, like, I yes. Absolutely love that kind of stuff. Yep. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but like watching that skill of it's, someone playing someone playing someone is it takes phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also like that he says the costume's a bit much. <laughs> Is it Loki? Is it Reindeer (laughs) Games? Like, really? (laughs) That's perfect. Like, I know I've criticized Captain America's costume, but, like, I am not wearing a gold helmet with reindeer antlers on it. Like, at least it's prestigious. Like, Caps is like, watch it watch it watch it i don't know it's like we'll be fighting before this podcast is (laughs) over because loki's is like dark green with black and then the gold trim and caps is like red white and blue in your face i'm gonna put a star (laughs) on my chest and an a on my head i will say this though the avengers costume which is the same one used here is my least favorite cap costume so when he says the the, it's little it's so tight i laugh because that's a real big criticism i have for the avengers costume it's just this weird tight fitting cap Cap has been. That's in, comic, though. I understand, but man, he looks so much better in the Winter Soldier. Showing, Avengers showing off that that butt. Okay, well, that yeah, that's America's ass. What right you there. gonna do with that big fat butt? <laughs> oh man, nobody's gonna finish it. Oh, I you know what? Screw you guys. <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. Oh yeah. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Okay. We'll Never leave. mind. <laughs> 
Edit. That's why I don't sing on here is because I don't I like I don't know lyrics. I don't know words. I obviously uh, don't know bands. If it's not 2000, I don't know um, my it, podcast friends either. Whoa. Hey, sir. <laughs> Let's not get that far with it. <laughs> so, wiggle, wiggle with it. Um. So anyway, we see uh, too late. Sorry, guys. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I just hold on. Can I undo? Can I undo? I can't undo. I just did something with my notes, so I apologize. Um, mm, Should have written them down. Oh, yep. Yeah. So Jane slaps Loki at this point because Loki's walking up and she goes, that's for New York. And then, uh, yeah, pretty funny scene. And uh oh, what? Oh, I first off before before I get to that, I have a question. Yes. Um, when Loki says, uh, can I at least have my dagger? Is there a comic book reference? Here? Yes. Okay. 100%. I knew was, and I didn't even Google it because so, I knew you guys would know. Yep. I write that later because um, he does have one. We find out even though he asks. Oh. There's you know what I'm, you, get, you know how later he has the dagger? Like he secretly slides it out yes. from behind him. Right. When they ask, I wrote it later for the fight, but... Um, this scene right here, yes. Can I have my daggers? Loki in the comics had that was his main weapon of Signature. choice. Signature. Daggers. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a very cool, yep. nerdy part for us. And it comes back later. But I'm not gonna say when. Don't say when, but I know what you're talking about. Anyway, yeah. um, so we uh see Heimdall, he turns himself in to uh, in for treason. And oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. What? Because Jane smacks Loki, and I like that. Oh. Go Jane. And he says, I like her. Me too, Loki. I like her. This spicy, like, she's... Ah, a lot of this movie, I do feel like she is a damsel in distress. Not this moment, though. Not this moment. And there's a couple moments later where I'm like, okay, she... Mm, like, a little she's, bit... She's a little out of her element in this movie, too, though. She's in a That's different world being attacked by creatures she's never seen mm -hmm. this this to me when she smacks loki like if she's smacking him over killing people in new york and trying to take over the world that seems a little mild to me yeah she should have kicked him right in the gonads oh and the banana berries what was it what was the, the ban banana, banana balls banana balls i almost got it guys so um, the penis wow yes well let's there it is there it is everybody there it is. What's that? All right, guys, we're going to change gears here so we don't have to talk about the male anatomy. And Heimdall turns himself in for treason, and Odin's first response is, stop Thor by however means necessary. And we see more people. We see Lady Sif. We see some members of the Warriors 3. We see multiple people say, betray him, betray Thor, and I'll kill you. I thought this was funny because Thor said earlier, betray me and I'll kill you. And it's just reoccurring with every I Warriors it. three. I, I yeah. dug it. I loved it. I Gimli even says, if you even think <laughs> about betraying him, son of, I, whatever son, his name is, son of I'm Gloin, sorry. Son of Gloin, Gimli. Yes. Um, if you even think about betraying him, I'll kill you. And 
Loki's like, apparently there's going to be a line. Yes, I love <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Tom, the humor is working finally. Yes, in this it movie. is, and, and it's really working. And there's a it's lot. natural. There, it feels natural. You know why, Tom Hiddleston? I'm just going to say it. Uh, he he's really. I'm not going to lie. He's really a big part of why this feels so genuine. He is such a great performance. And uh, I love it. I even put evidently a line to kill Loki if he portrays Thor. And I thought this was funny. Um, you know, they're going to not be leaving by foot here, though. They board one of the Dark Elves ships or rockets or spaceships. I don't know what to call it. And I love this part because I am a little brother. I have been a little brother for 32 years of my life. And even though my brother here and I, we will not talk for some time and then we'll talk we get right back to the big brother, little brother mode pretty quickly. And I love how he's like, I thought you knew how to want, I thought you knew how to fly one of these. Do it faster. Shut up, Loki. Press it gently. I am pressing it gently. And then he presses bu- bu- buttons really hard. I put brothers here. This is very much brothers. Like just, they're just, Hey, I thought you knew how to do this. I do. You know, well, can you do it faster? Shut up, Loki. And you know, you need to press the button gently. I am pressing it gently as you're not, you're pressing it as hard as you can. You know, it's just, they know how to get under your skin. They know how to drive you nuts. Brothers, siblings, it's a lot like that. And I just really, really thought that was funny. The ship takes off and they're going about their way. So right. Loki being so annoying is hilarious to me. Like it's 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 like a a kid trying to teach a an adult how to use any kind of technology. And it's just it's cute. And I love like Uh, Thor is crashing through places and he's like, and then Loki's first response is, I think you missed a column. Shut up. Yes. (laughs) I loved it too. Really funny. He's, he's being, he's being annoying. He is. And I love the point when Thor just pushes him out of the thing Mm -hmm. and like just a total shock value for a second, because you don't know if like, okay, well we figured out where we're going. Mm-hmm. deuces how, how do we get there well jane faints and then i love loki he goes oh dear is she dead <laughs> and she's like I- i'm okay and now and then this is loki now they're following us now they're firing at us thanks for your commentary <laughs> loki um i just enjoyed this banter back and forth and then he shoves loki off the ship at that point and loki grabs jane and takes off himself like literally just immediately jumps out of the ship himself or, you said loki. Or, Oh, sorry, Thor. And then you see, uh, then they land on the Shazam's little boat here, I guess. And and I love oh. and I loved Loki's response. You lied to me. I'm impressed. I've got that written down too. I love that's that. definitely good. Mm-hmm. Good. I good. 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 All the way around here. Loki steals the movie. Sure does. Like he does. Sure he, does. Uh, yep. I can't. I know. I repeat myself, but it just. I love it. No, man. And all through the MCU, every scene he's in, I'm in love. Yep. Can't argue. So you've got, so Brandon's got a thing for Chris Evans and Clinton has a thing for, I don't even have a thing for Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston. at all. And no, you have not a thing, at all. And you have a thing for Robert Downey Jr. We are. I have 100%. a thing for Loki. There it is. Oh, oh, there, okay. Ooh, so it's the character, is. not the actor. I got you. Yeah. Mine's Captain America too. So I will, I won't lie. That's mine. The Winter Soldier, Captain America 2. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's uh, the worst one I've ever... Nope, don't give me drums. <laughs> I I have to say, I don't think that I've seen Zachary Levi in the 
daylight yet, or maybe I just didn't give him a good enough look. Do you know him personally? No, I mean, like, (laughs) I haven't seen him in the daylight in this movie, and he looks so bad. So bleached. Bad. Bleach. Blah. Blah. Yeah, it's not good. Very Blabulous. Blabulous. <laughs> it's not good. Um, you put, also, I know you mentioned that Josh Dallas was the first in the first Thor movie. Correct. Um, he couldn't be in this movie because he had a commitment with yes. um, his wife to get married. Once Upon a Time, which is a different TV show. <laughs> um which actually, he met his wife on, and they did get married. See, see, see. Hey, that I knew. Made sense. I knew what I was talking about. Um, Brandon's hitting some sort of button. No, um, I was thinking about it. Sorry, guys. But did you know that Zachary Levi was actually the first pick, and he turned it down? Yep, I did. I did not oh. know. I did not know that. I I gotta say that uh, I like Josh Dallas better. Mm. Sorry, Zachary Levi. You because he eat looks your so, words. He looks so bleached. I didn't notice a difference, to be honest. So did with the you. first guy. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't look at him. The first well, time. he wasn't shown much. No. Nope. In the first one, right? I'll have to go back. And not, watch it not, and not solo. He was shown with the group. Okay. So I love the the banter too. When we're transitioning here on the little Viking boat, yep, ship thing, yep. Um, the Thor and Loki are you. And they have dialogue about their mother and say they wouldn't want them to fight because they get real heated for a minute. And mm-hmm. then they say Thor backs off and says mother wouldn't want us to fight. Right. And Loki says she would expect it. And they both kind of smile at each other. And then it's Thor says, I wish I could trust you. It broke my heart because you, you feel it right here. Right. Mm-hmm. Feel that. And then Brandon, like you're talking about that brotherly, like, mm-hmm. Yeah disagreement fighting and then you're like he's like he misses almost misses it you can go from wanting to punch your brother to wanting to hug your brother in a matter of seconds and it's true yes yes and that is exactly the scene because they are at each other's throats and then all of a sudden somebody says something and it's like i don't know if it's the writers here or the way the actors portray it but they capture it so well sometimes sometimes i think it's feel it i think what makes marvel studios so special is sometimes it's a blend of both it is that writing but then those characters that are so they're already becoming developed in these characters we're starting like i think these first movies we're seeing them take on the character but then we're starting to see them develop the character and i feel like these later movies we're starting to see gosh it's 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 them marrying with the the character and that right. writing and it's it's beautiful to watch and i think we get that payoff later on in phase three that's i don't think that's a coincidence that phase three is my favorite because i think what they've set up is so beautiful at this point so and it's because of these movies uh like thor the dark world so and after and then go ahead. loki says trust my rage yes we're not gonna say anything about that Bad writing. That was bad writing. Oh, yeah. It didn't really fit because it, I was yeah. feeling the moment, and then he's. It's a big. It's a, it's a decent pause right here, mm-hmm. and he says, "Trust my rage." And it's almost to the point where you don't know if Thor's walked far enough away that he didn't hear it, and it's just Loki telling us that, or like saying it out loud to himself. Yeah, yeah. It's just it. Ah, I didn't like that line. Yeah. It almost took me out of that moment. Because when I think Loki, I don't think rage. 
No. Yeah. I don't. Yes. I think conniving. I don't think rage. Yes. Yes. Right. And then snaky. Exactly. And then we see Eric Selvig is being signed out by who else? Darcy. And time to go. Lots to do. Uh, and he hugs her, and it's getting weird now. And it's it's pretty funny. And I've had a god in my head. I don't recommend it. Is what Selvig said. I thought that was really funny. And apparently. Selvick walks right out and birds are disappearing in the sky and appearing from the ground. I didn't like this. This was cheesy. Why is no one else? CG bad, bad CG. See, okay. Even beyond out of the ground, out of the ground. When they come out of the ground, it's not good. Even beyond bad CG. I think this is just terrible writing too. Like really? Like they walk out of a, out of a, you know, mental facility and that's where the convergence is happening. And, and he, the assistant's assistant is able to just, pretend to be a son and get him out that ain't how it works well yeah. not, not in america maybe in britain i don't know <laughs> london london sorry london england i darcy's <laughs> acting right here kind of fell flat for me like Ooh, her it, really he, really i enjoyed it emmy hating on darcy wow emmy get off the i podcast. would never but also i just a little bit there's a, it, you kind of like did you, you see her crack for a second and she says she like smiles as she said something and it just it took me out of the moment for a second like she's terrified when the birds are coming out and then she says something that's just like she says what the hell was that that and she smiles yeah maybe that's maybe that's it and then uh, I love Selvig's responses there's nothing more reassuring than realizing the world is crazier than you are love yeah, I thought that was bad real. writing. Oh, what? What? Ooh. Ooh, it was easy. Ooh, I like that he dumped out his drugs then too. But they kept they kept like the whole movie. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. And then they're like, "There's nothing more reassuring than finding out the world's crazier than you are." He never said he was crazy. He th- the world thought he was. He didn't think he was crazy. And then he says that. And they're like, oh, "Okay, I guess he thought he was crazy." Yeah, it's kind of true. I, I don't disagree. I can't argue it. And then, I do like that line, though. I do, too. And then we see we're back on uh, the this dark world now because Loki did lead them through this dark chasm. And now they're in this. Uh, is it the dark world? I don't know. Is it just a random planet that the dark? Elves no, it's open? Fart City. Fart City. It's a okay. cat. It's Fart City. Okay, cool. So Jane awakes. And what is it? Wait, I'm sorry. Clinton, I didn't hear you. It's a cave. Or it's like, it, oh, they drive through a cave. They drive through a cave, and then they're in Fart City. Sorry, they, I didn't hear what you said. So Detroit, Fart City, get up. Okay, anyway, sorry. And then Jane awakes, evil eyes, and she says, Malekith, Loki and Thor approach Malekith, and this plan is going to get us killed. Possibly. So he frees Loki. Loki stabs Thor seen that before and kicks him in the face and all i ever wanted was you and odin dead at my feet twist again twist. i'm like okay uh in the theater Loki was bullshitting us again yep in the okay, theater i bought go. this in the theater i bought this immediately like no no like i Same. bought like loki's turned on this that's what i thought was what was happening and 100% bought it 100% bought it same here same because here. that's his nature you yes. fall in love with him yeah. and then he betrays you again right and then you you feel bad for him he betrays you again and he gives uh the gift of one-armed thor to malekith and he says i only uh, here's a gift i only want a good seat to watch asgard burn 
<sighs> wow. The cutting off the hand thing is something that Marvel does as an homage to Star Wars. Yes. Oh, Did really? you guys know that? Yes. yes so I did know that. If you will notice in the future movies, the hands, arms are always being cut off in battles. In to, future MCU movies? Have we had any yet, Brandon? Do you recall? So far, I don't remember. I is think, this the first? I think this is the first, but we do see it later on. I, we'll I, call it out going forward. Yes. But they per- Kevin Feige is a huge Star Wars fan, and this is a nerd. This is a, an homage yes. to um, Luke Skywalker with his arm getting cut cut off. So you'll see this repetition in the future. Cool. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't parallel that. I didn't. That's cool. And then we see uh, Malekith after being presented Thor. Essentially, he starts drawing the th- ether out of Jane, and I did see the world go dark. And immediately Thor screams, Loki, now! And he uses the hammer, lightning destroy the ether, or so. Got his hand back. Got his hand back. Everything was just literally mirage. It was part of the plan. It was like the, the in um, Ragnarok, when they do the brother, brother yes. help me yes. bit. And he's like, oh, I always get help. So get help. You want to play get, get help? help? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's like, oh, um, I hate this one. Yes. I, it's. I like that it's not a betrayal. This whole scene, though, seemed so dark Phoenixy. Like, it, Ooh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Oh, no, uh, well, the one from way back when, not the one. Oh, now. from like two thousand. Well, oh, not not Thor and Loki, but Jane up there. Like, Jane, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, I see what you're but saying. The, I loved the 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 back and forth. So we're like, oh, we got tricked again. But then they tricked mm-hmm. us with that trick. Yes, mm-hmm. this is good Loki's, writing. Riders, they get if there's one character they get perfect in the whole in- MCU, it is Loki. I can't harp on that enough, and I know mm-hmm. I'm a fanboy with him, but it doesn't matter how bad we think a movie is. That's the character they get right every but time. It's funny now we think it's a great movie, and guess who we're still praising during it is Tom Hiddleston. I mean, really, I wouldn't say maybe a great movie, but it's a really good movie. I liked it a lot, actually. Right. And so we see that he uses the the, the hammer, the lightning to, to to destroy the ether. It turns into a bunch of shards, and then it all flows into Malekith again. And Malekith possesses the ether. Thor swings a grenade almost takes out Jane, but Loki stands, saves saves Jane Jane, and then Thor saves Loki. Um, And I thought this was kind of a beautiful, beautiful scene between three people where they're all willing to sacrifice for one another Adds a lot of humanity. Loki again, here we go. I I just, yep. The more dimension this guy has, he just kind of messes with your mind, but you can't help but love the guy. And then Thor punches uh, the cursed, Cursed grabs this big boulder and throws it right at Thor. Thor collapses. Mjolnir- this is where he reminded me of a Power Rangers villain. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> when they were fighting back and forth, like the the horns and this, like yep. it has no give or anything. It feels like it's like a plastic suit. And then um, when he picks up the boulder, I'm like, this is Power Rangers. This feels Power Rangers to right. me. Right. He is wearing 40 pounds of prosthetics. Whoa. Really? Oh, I didn't pounds. know. I did yeah, know he that. spent three hours in makeup every day, and the guy said that he or the the director wanted him to do all of his own stunts because none of the stunt people actually moved like him. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. So then we see 
Mjolnir's tossed, Loki is stabbing elves, and Loki sees Thor struggling. The cursed is beating up Thor, like punching Thor in the face brutally hard, and Loki uh, stabs him and gets stabbed himself. Like, literally, Loki spears him with this huge blade, and then the cursed grabs Loki and basically, like, bear hugs the guy to stab Loki. Kebabs him. It's it's interesting. And, nice kebab. And then we see Loki say, see you in hell, monster. And he uses uh, the... Elf the, the, grenade the implosion. Elf. Yeah, sorry. Um, um, auto text got the best of me because it says uses the HR made thing. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I guess I meant I guess I meant grenade. Human resources made thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uses the HR made. I think that's grenade. It uses the grenade to take him out, and we see Thor mourning him. And I'm going to go through this first, and then I will get, throw it to you guys. But I love. This part where Loki says, I'm a fool, I'm a fool, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Thor goes, I'll tell you what, I'll tell father what you did today. I didn't do for him. This beautiful, powerful music takes over. If you remember from Thor Ragnarok, this is the scene where Matt Damon is as Loki, and it's the same exact scene, like, I didn't do it for him. And the the choir sings the same song that's playing in the background here. I was emotional in this part, but I was kind of smiling at this part because what it calls to forward in Thor Ragnarok, really, really cool. Once again, Marvel playing up on themselves, the history of their own characters and the music of their old movies. I thought it was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I loved everything about it. Loved how emotional this was in the dark world, but how funny it's going to be later on. So really cool stuff by Marvel here. Because then Thor goes, no, while the music's playing. And that happens in the reenactment as well. So really good. I didn't catch that it was the same music. Yes, same exact music, same exact music. Um, there is a point here when the curse uh, deflects the hammer, and yes, I don't yes, yes. understand how he does that. I'm sorry. I know we're talking about an emotional. I thing. had this. I had the same issue I until know. I thought about Hella. Hella just grabs the hammer and throws it. It doesn't mean that it's it's a. It takes a very strong power to hold back the hammer, but it is possible. So okay. that's how I dismissed it in my head because this is a infinity stone essentially that's holding back the hammer. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. It wasn't it wasn't the infinity stone guy though. It was Yeah, that was, it was, was the curse. Curse. Not he the Malekith. Cl- that's what made him the curse though. He was just that guy with the helmet until he crushed that rock into his hand. So, so that the rock wasn't an infinity. I, I didn't think that was the infinity stone though. It wasn't the infinity stone, but it was that energy from the ether. That's what is the infinity stone. Uh, it's the same oh, energy. Okay, okay. Same energy, just like they that duplicated makes more sense. the Tesseract in Captain America for the weapons. That, that, it's okay. that same energy. That, so it's powerful enough to deflect these things. Right. That's how gotcha. because my first thought was the same thing. Gotcha. How are you just gonna like no like, ping? Yeah. Right, but Hela does the same thing without any Infinity Stones, mm. and he okay. has that energy. So, gotcha. I, I, okay. So aside from that one question, Loki, I remember crying. I like, I remember actually shedding a tear in the theater. Right, and I th- up again this time, even though I know that he's fine and like now. But I think in the theater we thought 
Is this? Yeah. The, yeah. They were killing this villains was, off left and right. This and was the, that's, I thought this was going to be the last time I saw Loki. I really and they, did. Sorry. They had a reputation of killing off villains mm-hmm. went off quickly, and we've got we've gotten Loki a lot. So we're like, okay, they're probably going to kill him here. We think they kill him, and it was. And when he says, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," it's yeah, it rips my heart out. A hundred percent. I thought Loki was done here, and I thought Tom Hiddleston was done. I thought he had appeared in three movies, which was two more than he thought he was going to appear on. I thought he had signed his contract. Three movies were done. This is the last time I saw Loki. I was confident in that at this very moment in theaters i really was which he was not supposed to be in this movie at all but because he did so well with audiences for avengers Mm -hmm. like they wrote him in exactly exactly and did I forgot my question. Sounds great. We will move on to the next scene. Uh, They move into a cave due to a sandstorm, I think. And he's going to unleash it. Unleash it. I saw him on Earth. Why would he go to Earth? Jane blames herself. They're trapped. Uh, Cell phone starts ringing. It's Richard calling. uh, In service in the dark world. Rad. Um, Thor. This is a jealous moment by Thor. Uh, This isn't. This isn't the dark world. This is Fart City. Sorry, Fart City. I, I just, it's dark and it's a world. Okay, darn it. I'm going to call the, it. Well, but that's not the dark world. The dark world is what they want to go back to after they have the ether. My apologies. And they make everything dark. Sorry. Cell phone service in <laughs> Fart City. My apologies, Emmy. Yeah. Let yes. me be correct when I say Fart City. And so <laughs> there's the can, the keys, the soccer ball. They walk through and they're back on Earth. So who's Richard is Thor's first response. And Jane, really? Yeah, I you you skipped over the part where he says, "Why are there so many shoes here?" Because uh, I thought that was funny. Yes, showing she's just throwing stuff in there, and she doesn't care whose shoes it is. She's just throwing shoes in. Let me have your shoe. Throwing shoes in, and Thor. I love this. They they meet up with the science crew. That's what I'm going to start calling them. Is the science crew? Thor hangs up his hammer. It's adorable. They get back with uh, Selvik, the two interns. And Jane is reunited with her, her friends and we see no pants, Eric and Loki is dead. He reveals to Eric Selvig and he goes, Oh, thank God. And uh, really funny stuff here. I mean, funny. Yes. I, <laughs> I think like you it? know what I'm going to say. Yes, I probably do. How did he hang Mew Mew up on the coat rack? It's the same reason if you put a Mew Mew on an elevator, still goes up. Doesn't mean the elevator's worthy. I have an answer, though. Oh, what you got? So, apparently, um, Chris Hemsworth couldn't stop fiddling with Molnir during breaks in production. And so, he was fiddling with it, and they called action, and he had to figure out something to do with it. And so, he just hung it up. <laughs> That is awesome. That is 100% improvised. That is, I love these moments that they keep in. This is really yeah. cool. And we see a guard walk away from Fart City and he reports to Odin. There's no sign of Thor or the weapon, but I found a body. Predictable now when you watch it back that that's Loki as the guard, I'm assuming. Oh, you see the green when he changes. I didn't see that in the theaters. I see predictable now, and I'm colorblind. I can't see greens that well. So, uh, (laughs) But it's predictable now. Then I promise you I was not thinking that at all. I was thinking this was a real guard that was telling this. I just, Loki was dead in my eyes, but now I see it. 
Oh, I'm sorry. We skipped my absolute favorite line too. I'm sorry, Clinton. I'm totally jumping on top of you. We skipped my favorite line when Selvig is pantsless. And he says like, that's how I think better pantsless. And they start talking about like all the sciencey stuff. Like, like I said, doesn't completely make sense. They do explain Stonehenge with the anti-gravity stuff. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But Selvig says, I better get my pants and listen, if that is not a mood, if that is not a vibe, like this, this is what I've built my whole life on. Was this like, moment. I, do not wear pants unless right. it is absolutely necessary. There and you usually it's not, especially today. Welcome to MCU in review after dark. <laughs> so um, it, we see Selvik going on. The alignment is temporary. Selvik makes a map showing it's going to hit in Greenwich. Science is what I wrote because some of this went over my head. Uh, the ship comes in and destroys all of our heads. It all- went over all of our heads. Okay, good. Okay, right. okay, good. Uh, we see the ship come into Greenwich and it destroys everything in its path. Uh, cars crash, people screaming, people stopping. Malekith lowers from his destroyer elevator and we see kind of Thor appear and death would have come to you soon enough. Your world and family will be extinguished. And the fight is on, and we see Thor kind of going back to his Thor days in the first movie. With all that power, I figured you'd hit harder. Kind of is like, at least make it a challenge for me from the first Thor movie. I, I got a very strong Thor vibe from that. And Hammer does I work. had... Yeah. So they they start this scene with Thor to the left, Malekith to the right, and it's like, left to right this is going to be an epic battle and then it's just portal fighting and it's hard to follow like my eyes exactly yes Yes. i agree and it's funny because i was really digging this movie the whole way through this fight still is clunky and i even put that in my notes it's clunky it's a little bit everywhere it's jarring it's not easy to follow um right and i think it suffers here a little bit and uh, it started out great. Like, you're like, oh, this here we is go. Be like a, yep. Yep. I agree. And then it was like, <laughs> right. And then he gets to a subway and has to like drive this ride through the subway and then takes these rods. He don't even have the hammer because the hammer can't keep up and takes these rods into this, the red dust to, I mean, it's just, underwhelming fight for I, sure i thought there was a couple of funny parts though they're on the top of a building and thor just seems to be a recurring thing with him his face is smashed and it's like on top of the building and then if you listen carefully malekith and thor both like fall off the building and you hear <laughs> I, I i laughed out loud at that part and then we see we're back at jodenheim at one point we see dark elves have finished uh, or that are on earth. We see the Kraken visit earth. Um, we see floating cars. We see the intern saves Darcy, li- Darcy's life. Uh, they, they're kissing. I thought it was funny the way Darcy was holding the intern. It was just really, really funny. And then, and then they see Mjolnir fly by and she's like, Mew, Mew. <laughs> it's just really, really, I thought there was a couple funny parts. The fight may be hard to watch. This whole scene is a cluster, but it was still funny at different times. And Thor, to your point, Clinton, he's like, how do I get to Greenwich? And she goes, this train three stops from here. And he just gets on and holds on to the thing. And really- and then she does the whole, oh, it, it, oops, I fell into you, which girl, I'm sorry. 
If you're going to do the whole, like, oops, I fell into you, like, grab something better than her, his chest. Like, okay. go for the run, oh. go for the butt. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Well, we will save that for our After Dark. Like, we need to really like, start this After Dark podcast. Whoopsie, I grabbed your butt. Like, there you go. Or your hammer. So much, so much. Yeah, exactly. There's so much, like, armor. <laughs> That's the magic when you grab anything. Thor's hammer. <laughs> I I did also put down because we have another giant ice puppy and I was questioning is that still roaming around London somewhere? I think and so. I'm not yes. going to give you end. the answer because it pays off that I have that sciencey thing. Okay. Well, then not sciencey, whatever, fictiony. Science thing. fictiony thing. And then we see Malekith uh he's summoning the ether to create the dark among the nine realms. I put a question mark here. Uh the convergence is at its peak. Thor goes in, Malekith, and have you come to witness the end of your universe? I've come to accept your surrender. The same thing of where he talked to the Cronin earlier on in the movie and the ether cannot be destroyed, but you can. And Malekith is destroyed by the hammer and science uh, and the ship begun begins to crumble. And yeah, we see the um, whole time that he has that whole ether thing going on around him. He has the Batman voice. Oh, does he? He gets real deep. Where is she? <laughs> really bad impersonation. Yeah. Where is she? Jane Foster saved the day here, not Thor, because his hammer wasn't with him. So he had to throw these rods at Malekith yes. for that Jane is true. to and I said, move Ma- him away. Yep. Malekith is destroyed by hammer and science. So maybe I should have just left out hammer and just said science. Mm-hmm. or science fiction who knows but science that i do not understand so i won't complain yeah. about it it's way over well, my it's head science fiction science yep exactly that um, kind of supposed to go over your head i guess so and then we see that the ship stops and jane covers thor as she's protecting him as it oh man there's a big eye roll going on in this podcast i'll let you guess who it is it's me it's emmy <laughs> i'm sorry she tries to rescue Thor, but then decides to lie down with him so that they can both die. Like I Romeo just and Juliet. Yeah, again. that's a very, very good point. Clinton's not wrong. Clinton is not wrong here. And we see that uh the ship stops. It goes to the 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 fart island, I guess is what we're calling it. What so it goes to Fart City. Fart City, my apologies. It was it was oh I wrote it down somewhere. It's like Schwart I, I wrote it Shardle down. Shank Redemption. Shard of Lengths. Shard of Lengths. Shard of Lengths. So, yeah. And it destroys Malekith due to Selvik. And why not Jane? Why couldn't Jane do this? She she thought of all these switches this whole time. Why is Dr. Selvik the one? I guess she had to lay over Thor. I don't know. She's like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to lay on this body one last time. It just feels so <laughs> weird. Why not Jane? I, I She was the one that was doing all the switches the whole time. And then when it comes to it really matters, she's laying on Thor. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. I didn't either. Okay. Switches get stitches. <laughs> stupid that was stupid I'm gonna <laughs> don't give, you, give me i gave it to you and then darcy gets her smooch on is what i wrote in my notes i apologize i wish i could write better than that but science crew is now sitting and eating breakfast thor is now back on asgard and darcy trying to be a good friend he's gonna come back except last time you know he was gone for like two years and yeah little cringe little eh, yeah. it's two years 
should have moved on. I, I'm sorry. We did kind of jump skip over. I know you said that Darcy recognizes uh, Mew Mew going by. Yes. Whenever she gets caught because she gets booped into. <laughs> booped. Boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. Gets booped while she's kissing the guy. Anyway, have you guys seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? And if you haven't, you should. Yes. 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 Yes, for the first time, just like three years ago. Okay. It's a great movie. It is. But I think that they were nodding. It's a great, it's great. Yes. I think they were nodding to that when they do the whole um, Darcy, Jane, Ian, Selvig, Yes, yes. I think that that was the nod, but I could be wrong. And I also thought it was really funny when that happened, when she's like, Mew, Mew. At the the fifth of it, I thought it was really funny. Sorry, we just skipped. We 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 skipped back, but we're coming back forward, and Thor is now back on Asgard, because where else would he be? And Odin congratulates the new king of Asgard. And he says, Father, I cannot be king of Asgard. I will protect the realms, but not from a chair. I would rather be a good man than a great king. And he basically says, is this because of Jane? This is not for Jane, father. One son that wanted the throne too much and the other who will not take it. Is this my legacy? And Loki died in honor. If I can do the same, is that not legacy enough? And he basically has the hammer and Odin goes, it belongs to you. If you're worthy of it, go my son. And Thor says, thank you, father. Thor walks away and it pans out and we see Loki. And I will tell you this, this whole movie was blah to me in 2013. I lost my mind in 2013 Mm -hmm. when this happened. This was my big, oh my God, Loki is still here. What the heck? And I didn't have that same moment here because I knew it was coming, but I still remember and call back to that moment and just made me love this moment. So, But you forgot that you didn't realize it was Loki with a guard, right? I, I, at the time, no. This time, right. yes. So let me just let okay. y'all know how dumb I am mm. for this scene. You ready? Yeah. So these are my notes verbatim. I was shocked back in 2013. I was also shocked again this time. I completely forgot. What? Again you for, forgot really? again? I, I, I dismissed this movie in the in my mind because right. I wasn't impressed before. So I completely like forgot a lot of details. Wow. This is, I'm writing my notes as the movie goes. Let me read you the note. Yes, please. Odin ain't mad. No mo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hold on. Predictable. Because oh. I was like, they all, they always fight and then Thor does something good. And then Odin's not mad. Now Thor doesn't want to be King WTF. I guess a way to bring him to earth for future movies. Then it shows the transition. I write, Oh shit. I forgot it was Loki again. (laughs) That is awesome. I love it. I love it. It goes back to the trickster aspect. We love and hate Loki all through this movie. We get to the end and we hate him again because he is against (laughs) Thor again. Yes. I like that it, it he's still tricking you in 2020. I don't know why like <laughs> these movies it's really the ones that I've dismissed that it's, it's almost a whole about. new movie. It's almost a whole yeah, new movie. Yeah, it, it really is because I have a different appreciation for it this time or depreciation, appreciation. Yep. And um I forgot like I said I wasn't a big fan of this movie before. So right. I I needed to rewatch it because I forgot a lot of the details. So 
I was shocked all over again. I feel stupid because this was a huge scene and it's something I should have remembered from back then. But this was one of the only things I remembered, but that doesn't make it mm -hmm. any. Yeah. I I was like, yeah. How did I? And then when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what happens. But how did Loki get Odin to the old folks home? Yeah. Where is Odin? Yeah. How do we don't see that? Yeah. We we never do. We never do. I mean, that's kind of. From Ragnarok, we know where he ends up. Correct. And he says, this is where I left him. So Loki left him at this point, obviously, or I'm assuming at this point. And it's funny because Thor walks away and he says, thank you, father. And then when it's revealed that it's Loki, he goes, no, thank you. And the credits roll. What a great way to end it. I was, it's funny, even in 2013, I thought this was an okay movie. I actually like this movie now. I will say I like Thor The Dark World. I What a way to end the movie in 2013. What a way to end it in 2020. It was everything. What a great ending. What a great ending. So we go to the mid-credits scenes, and then we come, or we go to the mid-credits um, scene. Wait. Sorry. Emmy. Emmy. We're not at credits. the we're not at mid-credits. The, we're not there we're, yet. We're, we're mid-credits right now. Oh yeah, there's mid credits and a post credit scene. Thank you, though. I I do appreciate that. Trust honey. me, Emmy. I I've got a, a note here saying stop for Emmy before we go to post. <laughs> will they hear? Will they hear the sound on here when I sign off? Because I'm going to sign off. No, you're for, not. No, for my part. No, no. For me, leaving the you're chat. You're not leaving. And signing don't you, off. Don't you leave, Clinton? We're all human. <laughs> no, and we see the collector getting the ether from Sif and uh, Gimli, and I love that he goes. Why not keep it in? Odin's treasure room. Why? Why would you bring it here? And he goes, "The tesseract is on Asgard. It is not wise to keep two infinity stones close together." And the collector says, "I can assure you, it will be absolutely safe here in my collection." And Lady Sif says, "See that it is." And the collector says, "One down, five to go." And Sif says, "Peace up, a town down." And then music by Usher starts playing, and they walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wish. I absolutely wish. That's that's what happened. I have one one thing, one casting note. I think that the collector 100% should have been played by Will Ferrell, and I think that that's based <laughs> completely on his role in Zoolander because the oh, collector wow. And the guy in Zoolander that Will Ferrell plays are the same person in my brain. They or they or they're brothers, really close brothers. They're yeah. Yeah. Speaking of brothers, the collector is the brother in the comics to the oh. Grandmaster. Who yes, we he see is in Thor Ragnarok. What? You did not yes. know that, Emmy. You the collector know. and Grandmaster are brothers. They are yes. brothers in the comics. Yes, they are. I mean, that's I why you see the that. little. So I love the you way that the, they did the movies, the subtlety. The so lips. in the comics. The bottom They're blue, lip. Mm-hmm. but they do the the strap on the lip. Yep. So Grandmasters is blue mm-hmm. because he's blue in the comics. I totally yeah. see that now. Yes, they're brothers. Yep, there you go. That is wild. Oh my god, you guys just exploded my brain. There that's, it is. That's crazy. And I just, I, I really like this. And you know what's funny though? Here's where we see the bigger picture. One down, five to go. And he even says the tesseract is on Asgard. It is not wise to keep two infinity stones close together. So we know we've seen one with the tesseract. We've seen two with the ether. We are now two out of six infinity stones. One in the Avengers. 
one in Thor The Dark World. And obviously, we're counting down for six. So I'm going to keep that a, a talking point through our MCU retrospective. So we are at th- two Infinity Stones. Will we see another? It's I, I know when, and I can't wait to talk about it. So really, really exciting stuff. I love this. It was eye-opening. Loved everything about it. I did forget that they actually used the word Infinity Stone here. Like yeah. They, First time. they called it what it was. First time, yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. This end credit scene or the mid credit scene was also directed by James Gunn. I oh because yeah. basically it's like yeah it gave because it, it's the lead into Guardians. Correct. Guardians yep. of the Galaxy. Woo, I can't wait to talk about that one. And so the credits roll at this point. Emmy, it is your time per my notes and Clinton he knows as well. This is just like I have to go to Clinton for stand the man. I have to go to Emmy anytime there's credits. Did you find anyone that maybe a top 10 lately is how it's been going. Who did you find in the that we are a fan club today in the post credits? There's no one. <sighs> Ooh, I'm just kidding. Do I'm that. totally kidding. Almost, my heart almost <laughs> it was broke. good. It, 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 it was good. Thanks. So I I struggled with this one for a second because we we got to stunts. Um, we have the Cox brothers, oh. Jacob Cox and Thomas Cox. Tom Cox, um, old Tommy Cox. And then mm. and then we got to um, the standby prop man whose name is. Matthew Broderick, and I really hope it's the same one. It is confirmed. We've got it here at MCU interview. Yes. And then we're we're gonna go back to <laughs> to stunts for just a second. Oh, we're going back. Actually, actually, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not gonna go back yet because I think that that might be the best one and okay. the one that gave me the biggest chuckle. <laughs> um. So we had our second assistant director from the second unit. Um. Her name was Sally Hard. And the third assistant director, <laughs> who literally her name is right, or his name is right after Sally Hard, is Mark Cochran. <laughs> so that's Sally Hard, Mark Cochran. <laughs> or, this is where the five-year-olds us yes. come out, or Listen, or middle school children during I sex teach middle school. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's great. Or you could call them Hard and Cochran. <laughs> Um, but my absolute favorite uh, is a stunt man. His name is Bogdan. That's all one word. Bogdan Comsackage. <laughs> <laughs> say it one more time. Please say it one more time. Bogdan Comsackage. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is great. So oh. shout out to you, stunt man. Bogdan Comsackage. Bogdan Comsackage, we love you and we really appreciate everything you do. You are a part of our fan club now. We are going to start a t shirt that has all these people on our t shirt. I'm just saying. <laughs> where we have every- just like a credits, credits our, rolling. Our version of in yes. credits where it's just the, the people we love. So um, all the ones that, that I am just so immature because I love them. Bogdan Comsackage, we, we love you, man. And then, Comsackage. And then we see the credits roll, and I got to say, this was really stupid stupid uh, i'm sorry throw away yeah very much a throwaway thor part of it part of it yes what 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 part wasn't emmy go for it i'm gonna leave this to you the 
frost puppy running around chasing after birds. <laughs> okay. I love I'm that sorry. continuity. Okay. Touche. Because that, that was a question I had. Like, yes. is, is it like the Shatari where they just all power down? Fair no, enough. No, it's Fair not. Enough. It's just running around London Fair chasing enough. off birds. Fair enough. But <laughs> Thor coming back just to make out with Jane. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thanks. Appreciate it. With, with honestly a movie that I really changed my mind on a majority of it. This was kind of a sour note to end it on, to be they're honest. They're trying to hard to get us to invest in didn't work thor and and jane and we're invested at this point like Mm -hmm. let it go man yeah stop please stop so we've revisited this entire movie i'm surprised that we all walked away from this movie enjoying it and uh that just tells you about marvel and i really still feel like this has the end game and the ragnarok push for me um i'm going to start it off with emmy emmy final thoughts on Thor the Dark World before we move on to our next movie. I don't think that there's anything that has not already been said. I'm glad that we all walked away from this, not hating it as much as we did. Well, and I, I say we, I, I think that my appreciation for it is less now than it was when I first watched it but I also still really enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. this is a good movie. This should not get the flack that it does for being like the dark times of the MCU. Like the dark times of the MCU were still pretty light and glittery yeah. and wonderful. Agreed. Agreed. I think sometimes we critique these movies so much because there's a lot of good and sometimes even the, or a lot of great and amazing. And sometimes the good is just not nearly on that level. So it makes it easier, easier to uh, pick apart. So Clinton final thoughts on Thor, the dark world before we get out of here. Marvel's worst movie is still better than DC's best movie. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm not arguing, man. Just, I mean, independently, maybe not, but the continuity is still there. Yes. And we find it as we revisit these. Um, I mean, I was shocked that I enjoyed this movie. I went in with a negative mindset about it because I remember not being thrilled back in the day. I was actually impressed this time and the movies stayed the same. I mean, they didn't redo it or anything. And I enjoyed it this time. I love the character build. Maybe it is because I know what happens. Um, but they try too hard to pander to us about Thor and Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could have named it fun with Thor and Jane. <laughs> oh man. That is no, great. no, no. Okay. Back in my twenties no. though, I was obviously eating that shit up. Like I was yeah, all about that. Maybe I'm not the audience now. Cause I'm an old man. I'm not either. <laughs> and um, not anymore. <laughs> But I was I was uh, actually surprised, and I enjoyed it. If nothing else, Loki, once again for me, stole the show here. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, there was a lot of faults with it, of course, and I don't, I don't hate that I like it now. Mm. I enjoyed it, so yeah. Very good. Well, and if I can enjoy this, then I can enjoy what's coming. <laughs> right. Well, very well said. And I, um, I'm going to probably echo a lot of what Clinton said. I was very 
impressed with Thor the Dark World. I guess maybe you go in with such low expectations, you're you're really surprised. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's performance, even Thor, Chris Hemsworth, I thought he was great. I thought there was a lot of... The one thing I appreciated about this movie more than I did when I saw it at the time is the bigger world building that is happening all around us. And to see the infinity stones, this is the first movie where we are acknowledging the Tesseract is an infinity stone. The ether is an infinity stone. We're seeing the bigger world starting to be painted the pictures being painted right before our very eyes and seeing the callbacks and the throwbacks and in game coming into this as well. And Ragnarok, which made me love Thor on another level and I think all those things had a part in me really liking this movie a whole lot more because I see what they did and what they built from not just Thor's universe, but Marvel's universe starting here. And it was really refreshing. I was shocked I liked it as much. I agree with Clinton here. And Emmy, I was ready to fight you on this podcast. And I, I'm glad that we could all agree. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. And, uh, you know, I, and I think Clinton, you know, Thor, DC's, you know, or excuse me, Marvel's worst, they're still good movies. I know we pick apart Iron Man 3 and Incredible Hulk. They're they're decent movies. They're not bad movies. So there's times where it's like, ugh, but I just think sometimes Marvel, we've been blessed with a lot of great and fantastic movies. And this one, it's kind of the middle of the road, but it doesn't mean it's bad. And I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. And I loved the bigger world setup. I loved Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Anthony Hopkins. It was just an absolute treat to revisit this movie, to see everything it set up. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy we, we talked about this one. I was dreading this episode. I was not looking forward to this episode. And this is one of my favorites that we've talked about. And this is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. So yeah, thank you for joining us on MCU in Review Emmy. What? I'm sorry. What movie is next? I, I got myself don't worry. Iron Man I, I, 3. Don't worry. I was about to tell everyone. Captain America the Winter Soldier is next. So join us next week. On with our fight with Emmy because she does not <laughs> like this movie. Hey, hey, it's one of the best. Ah. It is one of the most. It is. It's just a phenomenal movie. It's one of my most replayed Marvel movies. So I know this is not going to shock me. Whatever comes because I've seen this movie multiple times. So uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Welcome to Clinton and Brandon fight Emmy on MCU in review. <laughs> MCU in review. Civil War. Civil. Yes, <laughs> exactly. All about the Winter Soldier. We can't not wait to join you guys and have you listening on our commentary but it should be a lot of fun we cannot wait to be with you so thank you for joining us on mcu in review have a good one guys Deuces. see ya